Welcome to episode 25 of the current backlogs. The date is July 30th. I'm your host, KCP, along with my good friend and co-host, Cody G. Cody, how are we doing today? I'm doing great. I'm really happy that we're now on NPR. feels great that such a big corporation of propaganda picked <laughs> us up. It was really good. You know, I didn't look at you at that time on purpose when I did the intro, so I finally didn't mess up the NPR intro <laughs> every time I laugh, but I'm going to do this. You know what they say, if you're going to do it, do it right. Yeah. <laughs> Especially on the national propaganda radio. <laughs> so what have you been up to, buddy? Uh, you know, just waging an internal war on not buying things. <laughs> not going well. <laughs> Are we just going to lead with pickups from now on for you? Sure. <laughs> no, we can wait. I'm joking. <laughs> so, is that all you've been up to? Just the war? <laughs> That's right. Now that we're putting the basement back together, I got I cut all the trim. Now there's something special with trim. See, they did the easy way. They in your trim. Mm-hmm. They basically got to cut trim at a 45 angle. 45 degree angle and meet for a 90 degree angle whatever you know and I've messed up so many pieces and I was trying to remember geometry from high school and it was a mess but I finally finished it uh, my nail gun came and then uh, I ordered cock it's been great to make tons of jokes about nailing cock and Renee hates it um, but yeah so I got my cock and my nail gun we were putting up trim then Saturday um, Antonio, my electrician. Mm. Now, I like saying that now because now I have an electrician. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. I've, I've met him before. He just is one of my dad's friends. But him and his son are coming out to my house. Um, and they're going to put some a fan in my game room, some lights up. I think tomorrow I'm going to buy lumber for a shelf, so I'm real close to being back in there. Like, if I really hustle, I can be back in there next week. <laughs> If I don't die before before that, Renee's going to murder me. <laughs> That's exciting, because I need your game room back so we can play Anthem and all these games we're talking about. Yes, please. Yes. Because I'm, I'm playing on the little tiny games, the G-A-E-M-S little environment thing. And it's 720p, but it's not the greatest thing in the world. It's like 60 hertz. <coughs> I don't like it. I feel like it's ruining a lot of these games for me. So, Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to get back in there, too. I feel like something else is going to happen, though. <laughs> like, uh, they installed the carpet, and then this guy installed my carpet, and I was like, we're good to go, man. We're all done. And right as he's walking, I was like, by the way, I had to take off all your doors because they don't fit. Like, as he's walking out, I was like, what the fuck does he mean? And he's like, yeah, you'll have to cut him. And then he just left. I go downstairs, and sure as shit, all the basement doors are off. So I had to quickly watch YouTube videos, and then... Uh, step grandpa came over with a band saw or circular saw and helped me cut them and then uh, we'd cut like an eighth of an inch and then it'd be like well it's still dragging we can take a little bit more off and then he got a little too excited and he's like we're good to go but it's like I can f- I can fit like this much in my hand underneath the door so I'm gonna try to get a weather strip for it um, man you learn a shit ton about houses when the guy who's inspecting our house he's like I was like, dude, I don't know anything about houses, I'll be honest with you. He's like, you're going to learn. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to learn that shit. It sounds terrible. But it's true. It does, 
if you buy a house, then the house doesn't give a shit that you don't know anything about houses. <laughs> Thankfully, we have YouTube because I would be losing my mind. But my issue with the it's like any tutorial videos, they take 20 minutes to get into something. And it's always like a dad, like a middle-aged dad with his phone kind of propped up. He's like, it's like fumbling with it. All right, welcome back to Dale269 uh, here. Today we're going to be talking about circular saws and the importance of keeping your fingers off of circular saws. So I just watch a bunch of those videos and learn shit. And I break shit all the time and do stuff, and that's a great way of learning. Um, but then you also realize you turn into one of those douches that go to other people's houses, and you're like, yeah, they could have sanded a little bit more on their drywall and stupid shit like that. And they're like, whoa, I got to stop that. I actually had a douchebag friend do that recently. This was my air conditioning. Oh, I knew that was where we were going. <laughs> I knew that was that. That's a perfect example, though. <laughs> well, no, it helped anyways. That's why I was funny to say it. Um, I was grill. I've been grilling too. Learned how the importance of you know. With the Weber. I've been watching this <laughs> this really dumb channel. It's called uh, Mannerisms or something like that. And it's a bunch of these macho men being trying to teach the millennials how to be men. But uh, I've been learning a lot on that too. <laughs> Made a killer. Oh, that's today. worth it. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, it's kind of upsetting to see how they did trim because that would have been way easier. <laughs> There's such an easy way of doing it. <laughs> but it's whatever. You know, you live and learn. That's you. been it. That's it. Just work. Yeah. So as I said, I've been working as normal and then not a whole lot going on. I've, uh, of course, been listening to Folklore by Taylor Swift. Have you listened yet? I listened to half a song. Half a song? Do you know what half a song it was? Uh, I can tell you. Maybe. <laughs> Let's see. It wasn't bad. I mean, it's like, I think probably her best album I've listened to so far, and I listened to half a song, so that's a good <laughs> sign. Because most of the time, it's like, I broke up with my boyfriend. It's super poppy. Um, folklore. Did she already release a single, too? Yeah, that's probably, I was going to say, I'm guessing that's what you've, uh, I heard Cardigan. A single right after an album? Yeah. Well, she did it the same exact time. Cause she did oh, it. Cardigan's part of... Yeah, oh, no, yeah, it's worth it. There yeah, was a single from that. That's some Kanye West shit if you've done that. No, yeah. Um, Maybe this one? Oh, we better move it flag. <laughs> Especially Taylor Swift. They track like crazy. I don't know how else to do this. <laughs> I think it's the one. As oh, douche as that sounds. It starts with, that's the uh, first track, so that might be it. That makes sense. The one. I listened to the one. I was joking about you listening to it, but I was curious as well. It's not the album I thought it would be when I told you. Um, hearing who was writing it with her and her song from Hunger Games, how different they were. But I do feel like it's kind of like that. Not to scare you, but it's frozen. It sure is. But it, I still have the option to stop recording. wonder if I actually picked any of it up, though. Really good. But we're back. Uh, the video froze, and hopefully we fixed it. I think okay. it's recording. Yeah, there we go. It's very professional. But we wanted to keep it because it felt, it felt very natural. A couple few times we've restarted, it's been like... Like that one, it had been like the grill, drywall, Taylor Swift. Yes. Then when we got to where we were, we would have been fine. 
So I don't know where we were at with the Taylor Swift conversation. So we were. You asked me which one I would listen to. Uh huh. And I was trying to play it on Spotify, and I remembered we're not talking in person. Well, there's three people listening to this conversation, and one of them is YouTube. But it was we listened during the while you're fixing it. It was the song is called "The One," which is so douchey. <laughs> the one. I listened to the the one. I don't know, but. Uh, got a good voice man i feel like it's gone back to well i was listening to jumping around a little bit there too it sounds more country than yeah there's one song that sounds super country and it's probably the most popish but even that wouldn't describe as a pop song and that's why i feel like you might like this song and um, this album more like i said i was starting out as a joke but there's not a single song that's like over the top poppy which uh kind of surprised me because i expected She's had albums like that, and then there's always, like, the 22 or, like, the songs that are so over the top. The radio. Yeah, radio so song. I was waiting for that, and it never happened. Uh, a lot of people are saying this is her best album yet. You know, it's kind of like 20 Pods. There's going to be the audience that does that all the time, but there's a lot of people you wouldn't expect saying it. I'm definitely not one of those. I like it. And it's another album where there's not a song I dislike, which is why she's one of my favorite artists, because there's not many artists like that for me. But, um, yeah, it's not my favorite, but... uh. I thought it might be a chance you might like it because it is uh, a lot different, even though it's not what I expected as far as like the style. I feel like it is there a little bit, and there's no real poppiness. And she, uh, I don't know if you saw, she has five explicit songs, which she's <sighs> never had an explicit song. What does she say? Poopy? Um, that last guy. One of the songs she poopy. says fucked multiple times. Really? Yep, it's really weird to hear. Kind of turn you on? Like, a little uh, bit. But, really? Uh, like, oh, she's so angry. Even though it's the way she says it's not anything sexual at all. That's just kind of weird hearing her do it. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go to listen through. That's a radio or a radio song. I think it's the, the rap term I've heard before. It makes sense why they do it, though. Especially someone like Taylor Swift. Like, rap stars talk about it a lot. Um, it's kind of to pay the bills. Yeah. Especially when you're someone that big and you have that many people working for you. Yeah. You got to have something that's raking the money. But then, do so you feel like this was more of a... Um, what was it called? Type of project. Passion. Passion project. Yeah, I think so. And I think it's weird how many people like it to hate on her. Because, yeah, it does sound more closer to her older stuff, which is everybody said she just always did that. And then she started in pop music, and everybody's like, why don't she just go back to what she did before? So now she kind of, I think it is different, but I feel like it's most similar to her older stuff. And now a bunch of people that never liked her before, like, yeah, it's actually sounds pretty good. I'm like, do you hear any of the older stuff then? Because it sounds a lot like this. But a uh, good voice. Yeah, definitely. Um, I also, you were mocking the lyrics when, um, I, well, jokingly, but <laughs> um, one of the things you said, and I realized that when I was listening to this, she's talking about the Roaring Twenties. When, uh, I don't know if you remember New Year's Eve, that was like the, that was the thing. Everybody was talking about the Roaring Twenties. And um, I was, I didn't think of, what do you, like the, Countdown? No, that's what everybody's calling the new year or the uh, the next decade was gonna be the Roaring Twenties. What a preface! And what a uh, preface! <laughs> I was gonna say that's exactly. What I hated it then, and then I was thinking about it. How ironic and they must feel now about saying it. Like, oh, this is gonna be the the next decade. This is gonna be our decade, and then how the decade started. <laughs> there, I'm also New Year's Eve was fun to hang out with you guys, but you know I fucking wasn't hate here, it. bud. Well, in general. But I fucking hate New Year's Eve. 
Really? Yeah. Um, I hate it when, uh, well, I liked it when I was a kid, but even then it was kind of weird because it never really felt like a, a real holiday. And then when I was a teenager, I hated it just because such an excuse to get drunk and nobody cared about what it was anyways. And then even now I like all, having all you guys over and it's just used to hang out with everybody. But this year, the day itself is just kind of weird to me celebrating it and the whole idea of it is just kind of weird to me and I never really liked it. And then I've been fucking horrified thinking about this New Year's Eve. Those shows are uh, so hard to watch and I can't imagine how over the top they're going to be about how, what this year was and they usually do like the, uh, the lice, the, um, all the lice that has been lost and it's just going to be nothing but coronavirus and black lives matter the entire thing well then and too by then the election's going to be over yeah if we have one <laughs> so um i'm even less excited for new year's eve and that lyric remind me of just uh like six months ago the roaring 20s and everybody's like oh fuck this year in the first decade of or the first year of the decade everybody's like oh fuck this pretty roaring it's uh it's getting a little weird out there i'll be honest <laughs> with you the president's talking about not doing an election do you see he backtracked on that today oh, though he? yeah okay. he said that oh my god just relieved i have so much relief now yeah he said that uh people misunderstood what he said <laughs> pretty cut dry with that tweet man i feel like sometimes he spits balls shit without <laughs> even talking or thinking and someone's like whoa dude and he's like no, you didn't. You didn't understand it. It's like, I don't know, man. It's pretty cut and dry. Um, it's getting a little dystopian with that kind of stuff. Um, but it's a weird dystopian where you're like, I could kind of see where this is coming from or that's coming from. Um, so is the election just going to be mail-in now? Yeah, that's what they're saying. Do we have that's to sign up for absentee ballots, or is this already set up? I'm not sure how it works. As far as I know how it normally works, but this year I'm not sure. I don't know. I think our choices aren't, aren't the greatest right now. Yeah, that's why I don't know. Usually I'm all on top of this, but I, I told you I don't even know if I'm going to vote. Either not voting, hopefully somebody third party that I like enough, but so far it's not happening, or just voting for Mickey Mouse. <laughs> um, you joke, but uh, with the celebrities getting involved, it's kind of getting close to that. Oh yeah, that was that's my sincere. That's what's gonna happen. It's gonna be not voting. Hopefully, third party enough to like somebody. But even uh, Jorgis, which is the libertarian, I haven't seen much enough enough of her to like her that much. Really? I mean, she fucking yeah. I picked her running mate was a a podcast host that's not even into politics. So yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know if I can vote for her. And then if I'm not gonna vote, like it says either not gonna vote her or somebody third party or uh sincerely vote for mickey mouse just to play into joe biden saying even mickey mouse can be donald trump and see if he's right i do like joe do you if i could choose if i had to choose out of the three like you have to choose the president i could choose either any of them i'd probably choose her um but man once it gets down to those two uh it's an easy choice for me i gotta go with trump just because i like when presidents have back-to-back um, back to back. Uh, Jesus, I just had a stroke. Maybe that's why talking about Biden and Trump, I just had a stroke. Terms, terms, yeah. yeah. 
because I feel like that's good and keeps everything normal. You don't have crazy turmoil, switching cabinets around and moving stuff around. And Crazy Joe kind of just seems to just hit Sleepy the points. Joe. Sleepy Joe. Yeah, you're thinking of Crazy Bernie. Crazy Bernie. See, I can't even keep <laughs> up his, his nicknames. Um, He's like Sawyer. He just ch- seems to go with whatever is the popular thing, like Hillary did. <coughs> and it's so fake. Yeah. I think business-wise, Trump's good for the economy. But then you also hear it's kind of like a... He's kind of just adding to the bubble. I don't know. I just don't feel educated enough to to choose between those two. Um, and Trump's been pretty anti-gun. He's passed some pretty crazy Trump or uh, gun gun laws. Um, and that's kind of why I didn't like Reagan. And of course, wasn't alive during then. But from what I could tell, he Reagan passed some pretty anti-gun things, and so was Trump. And there's a few things with. Uh, Iran Contra and things like that. So it's, I kind of feel very similar on both of them. So, but if I had to choose between those two, it's got to be Trump, just because it's like he's just like, uh, what did he say? He said something about black people. If you're not, if you don't vote for me, you're not, you're not a real black person. Yeah, stuff like that. Like he's trying so hard to get an invite to the cookout, as they say. And it's just see, this is so stupid. No, I hear you. Yep. Um, I was going to say besides that what I've been up to but the past like six minutes of what we said was not what I've been up to (laughs) (laughs) oh sorry oh no you're good I did it too it's just funny Um, I haven't been up to a whole lot though I uh, went over to my sister's and hung out with my niece again and more dumb stories I can tell you later and uh, went to the drive-in again and I can talk about what movies I saw once we get into what we've been watching Cool. But that's been it for me. And then we watched Lost again tonight, so hang out with you guys. But that's it. You have any um, corrections, questions, or feedback? It's just we sound low again. Yeah, and you said it's echoing. Yeah, echoing. That's about it. I tried to fix it here. Maybe we could turn it up and post, but I, I don't know. I don't know what's happening with it. <laughs> if I have headphones on, it's fine. But it's like listening through computers where the issue's mm-hmm. coming from, and I don't know how these. I don't know how Trevor and James are listening, or Danielle. So, but Danielle listens to her TV, right? Yeah. Does she notice anything like low? She said not normally, but she also really. I told you she said herself audio and video. She doesn't notice a lot of things that we do. Really? Hmm. I don't know. It's kind of like the Renee when we went from 1080p to 4K and didn't yeah didn't notice anything. Was it you that had a similar story to that, too? Oh, yeah. My dad has... Even Danielle doesn't really recognize it, but my, my dad and my mom had no idea. Even going from tube TV to HD, they didn't notice a difference. <laughs> um, all right. Well, if you have any corrections, questions, or feedback, you can send to currentbackwaters at gmail.com. You got any news? Any news? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, you yeah. do. That's probably where I'm the strongest this week. Okay. Oh, we got news. Okay. Not really news, but it kind of is. Target and Walmart said that they're not doing Black Friday on Thanksgiving. I'm yeah. down with that. That's the only part of the news I have. But the reason I brought it up is because how weird is Black Friday going to be oh, this year? Because um, it's kind of like, I guess for people watching, James probably wouldn't know. Trevor, maybe. But it's kind of like a holiday for you. Oh, yeah. I've been joining in. It's been great. 
yeah, it's going to be extremely weird. I don't know if everybody's going to kind of follow suit and there won't really be a Black Friday. I can see it going multiple ways. I can see that. I can see them doing it, but nobody's really showing up. And then you want to go with craziness, but it might actually be more fun because you could freely get all these deals and not feel rushed and all the craziness. Or I could see uh, it actually being the worst it ever has because people are so short on money that people are trying to get every deal they can that just turns into fucking craziness. Yeah, I feel like people watching could be even better. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I, I definitely want to go out. Probably going to request off. Because um, from what I hear, they kind of did this last year too was if you work Thanksgiving, you can have free range whether you want Black Friday off or not. And if you are off Thanksgiving, you kind of require to work back Black Friday. So hopefully I can have it off. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, That'd be nice. Because people watching is my favorite thing. And then picking up random games here and there. I don't know. I like people watching, but I don't know if I'm ready for all the, uh, the cringiness and dumb arguments over mask and not mask and Standing certain feet apart and all that shit. I don't know if I can deal with that on top of the Black Friday. The lines are already ridiculous, and then you add six feet on top yeah. of that. Uh-huh. I think they'll be definitely be counting people, which is kind of cool, kind of nostalgic, because we're going back to the waiting outside again. It's always a fun part of Black Friday. Yeah. Uh, I think that level of excitement, the unknowingness of how crazy it could get or could be kind of reminds me of the old Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know anything that'll be on sale that I'd be excited for. Maybe picking up some PS4 exclusives that I don't have, some Xbox One. Probably not, just because of Game Pass. Or maybe some Series X or PS5 stuff by then. True, true. We'll see. Maybe, maybe Blu-rays. <coughs> maybe. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, my next piece of news is something went viral since the last time we talked. Mm-hmm. It was about something we talked about. And that's, uh, do you know Craig? Oh. It's Craig the Brute? Yes. What do you think about that? Um, I have a whole thing of Halo stuff in here. I can't really categorize it as news. <laughs> yeah, the Halo meme. Um, kind of all, it's a whole saga, but I guess I can give him my short since you asked him about, about Craig. I think there's been, definitely been some funny ones, and I'm not actually offended by it. I just think it's more so annoying in general how culture is now. Those I've seen some funny ones, but just how blown up things get and how they get so focused on one thing. So, I said it's hard to talk about without going over all this thing I'm talking about, but generally that's how I feel. Even though I've definitely seen some funny ones. Yeah. It, uh, I agree. I went into a thrift store and I had, once again, a few games as well. And the guy was like, oh, you getting the PS5 or Xbox One? <coughs> Xbox. Series X. Series X. Jesus. Um, and I was like, man, probably Series X. is really, man? Stuff like that. Kind of reminds me of when the Xbox One came out. People are like, uh-huh. dude, you got to get the PS4, bro. Why are you getting that? Uh, and I agree. People are hyper-focusing. I d- graphics, if you're this concerned with graphics, you should be on PC, not console. I get what they're saying, that it's, that it's uh, uglier than that. But um, there was an article on uh, Screen Rant um, quoting uh, the lead head 
or a studio head at 343, his name was Chris Lee. He said, it echoes messages that the game is still very much in development. Which makes sense. But it's like, dude, you're getting really close to being released. How much could they change in between now and the release? And uh, it says it still needs a lot of polishing and tuning in order to look its best. But it just seemed very like... This would have been. Do you remember the shell shading when all that was the big thing? It almost feels like a mix between regular graphics and shell shading, self shading. Yeah. Um, well, here I'll mix in the Halo stuff I have, and then we can go on your news and then get back to mine. Yeah. So it makes more sense. So it doesn't seem like I'm just avoiding your talk. Should we explain, Craig? Yeah, you can do that. Go for it. So basically, it's just really like <laughs> bland looking brute. I don't know. He's real funny looking, but I like Craig a lot. Thought about getting a framed picture of him or something. Maybe could put a punt on here. I can hate you. Um, but also, like I think the brutes were talking in the trailer and their mouths weren't moving. I don't know if you heard that too. I'm not. I didn't notice that. Um, I didn't either. But that's yeah. what people were saying. So I think that's a sign that they definitely have a lot to work on. With him, with Craig, you know, he's still got to learn how to speak. Um, but yeah, I guess too, he said that the, the event, the Chris Lee said the event didn't capture the true graphical fidelity. That's his quote. Uh, and it didn't showcase how it would run on Microsoft's newest console, even up to 4k resolution. Lee promised the game would run at a solid 60, 60 frames per second with more than 10 times the processing power per pixel when compared to Halo 5 Guardians. But I don't think that was the issue with the trailer. It was just really kind of bland. And I was kind of seeing that when we first watched it, but now going back and look at what people are saying. I get people overreact, but I can also see where they're coming from. But it's more open world, too, so there's a lot more things going on. I don't know. I'm kind of worried about it. I shouldn't be. I'm sure it's in great hands. Yeah, that's actually my least worry was the visuals because that's what I was going to say. All of us watched it, and I don't feel like any of us complained about the visuals. That wasn't any of our concern. Mm -mm. And I feel like it was a almost nine-minute demo, and none of us noticed anything like that. And then as soon as two bad screenshots and a texture pop in, people notice online that's the whole story of the game. I didn't even see the texture pop in. Oh, really? It's, you can see it, too, when you watch it. But that's what I'm saying. We sat there and watched it and didn't notice it. So is it really that big a deal if you need somebody to break it down online to show you that? Mm -hmm. And then also, if you said how they should play on PC if that's what they want. I mean, everybody plays games for their own reasons. But I actually feel like if a texture pop in and two bad screenshots from a stream are going to ruin it for you, I don't even really feel like you like games at that point. I, uh can't be a game that doesn't have some kind of issue like that and you want to talk about the uh, new unreal demo and i even said at the time as as impressed as i was by that i was like i can't imagine that there's really not going to be texture pop in i don't really believe that that's just going to be a thing that doesn't exist anymore so yeah i feel like people are definitely focusing way too much on that and uh yeah i s heard him say that and i I don't know. I did kind of think both things that it was four months off or whatever it is. We're getting pretty close to it. 
So I get your view on that, that there's probably not a whole lot of time to deal with. But uh, for one, it literally started, and all of us noticed, and every stream I watched noticed, that it started off with press uh, start to play demo. So I feel like even literally from the start of the demo, they're presenting it, that is something that was not done. And also, I feel like anybody that watched E3 knows that these demos are never done. And there's literally chunks that are missing, or a lot of times they make these things and they don't even end up in the game because they just try to make something they could to show at E3 and they're not even the real game. So I think it'd actually be refreshing if this was the real game, not that they can't improve on those things, but that they weren't just showing some BS thing that you're never actually going to see and is uh, played down like crazy. And this reminds me a lot of uh, Spider-Man on PS4. I don't know if you remember that became literally this thing has memes everywhere about the water and the uh, water puddles and how many enemies were around. I don't know if you remember that. I saw an article titled "Why Why the Next Halo Will Not Be the Next or Will Be the Won't Be the Spider Man." Oh, really? <laughs> so people are already arguing that. That's so crazy because <laughs> yeah, I feel like as soon as Spider Man came out, everybody forgot about that because it was just so much fun and it looked perfectly fine. And. uh what I was saying was that I think there is a argument to be made about how close the game is and how I don't think they can do a lot with it. I think, uh, I don't obviously know a ton about game development, but, you know, I like watching documentaries and all the behind the scenes I can. And they always say the last couple months are when the most polish happens and when, really? they, yeah, they go crazy on games. And also, I've seen not just people on Twitter or Facebook that like to share these memes and the bad screenshots, but places like uh, PC Gamer and uh, Certain Infinity, which they always, you probably heard Certain Infinity, they always do crazy uh, breakdowns and graphics of, and engines. And uh, I would say PC Gamer, if anything, would probably be a little negative on something like Halo that doesn't look good, because like you said, that's like the PC thing, is look the best you can. And they were breaking down how the game looks perfectly fine, and... Uh, that ray tracing isn't in the uh, game yet. I did hear about that, yeah. And yeah, that's going to be patched in, and it said literally that alone can change the whole look of the game because that changes the lighting and the environment. So even if the graphics look dull or not up to par, that ray tracing can change the entire aesthetic of the game. And uh, then I think if you put on top of that that they do have four more months to work out bugs and things that are a little off. Four more months? Yeah, isn't that That's what it right, is? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a little depressing. <laughs> I think you'll definitely still be able to, when the game comes out, get a bad screenshot, or I don't think texture pop-ins are going to be a non-existent thing. Like I said, at least for me, if I played that demo, like we were so excited watching it, and if I was playing that and I was like, oh, shit, there's a texture pop-in, I'm not playing this anymore. That's just not how I play games at all. So, yeah. like I said, I even had... You were probably more excited than me. I had concerns and doubts. I feel like there's reasonable things to worry about, but I feel like people are focusing way too much on two things that are very odd to me. Yeah. I get where they're coming from with graphics. All that's just missing, but man, why would you preface that with that or have those things available when you sh show the first big trailer on it? Yeah. I get they, they kind of had to because you're getting pretty down the wire. Yeah, and I feel like his point, uh, Chris Lee's point about how that they couldn't stream it to the uh, highest degree. Also, to double down on that, 
even if they could stream it to the highest degree, majority of people watching can't watch it at that visual anyway, or that, that fidelity. And then on top of that, it's streaming, so streaming is automatically going to be worse. And then even more so, you remember the stream, it was so choppy that it was ridiculous, and I told you that wasn't on our end because you can watch any top streamer, and they're all, what the hell is this? Yeah. So I don't feel like that's where a texture pops in there coming in or anything. I'm just saying I feel like it's uh, – has a lot going against it for what it was. And I want to get a Craig the Brute shirt. I want to get merch. It's like Baby Yoda all over again for me. I need this on a mug. Do you see the Brute Force one of him? That was the best one. <sighs> no, but that, I can see. Actually it kind of looks like him. I was going to say it kind of looks like him. Yeah, I'll show it to you. Um, and then we can get back to your news. I was going to talk about Halo. Um, oh, you want to say something? Is this, wait, are we finishing Halo right now? I got more to say about Halo. Oh, okay, so okay, because I was just saying I've got one more thing to say. Uh, okay. Um, Oops. Just to uh, go in more on the fact that I feel like people are trying to find anything can to complain about this game. I don't know if you've seen all the, I was going to say fake news. It sounded like such a meme at this point, but it literally was fake news. Mm-mm. Um, the source, I can't even find the sources because it started out as such small things. I can't remember where they begun. But the first one came out of a very small YouTuber that said uh, he has it on good authority that Halo Affinity will not ship with multiplayer. No, there's no fucking way. And I didn't believe that I looked at him. I said, he has almost no followers. I know we don't. I'm not saying that that means you don't, your opinion doesn't matter, but... That's not an opinion, that, though. Yeah, I was going to say, but you can't really trust us. That would be like me saying I have a good word from Bungie. Um, My dad like, works at Microsoft. Yeah, uh-huh. And uh, major things were picking it up. To the point where 343 isn't. No, that's of course not true. It's releasing with multiplayer. <laughs> and then as soon as they did that, there's another rumor that uh, it was going to release with the game, but it was free to play, and it wasn't going to be actually part of the game. Which that one was at least more believable. I still didn't think it was real, but it makes sense on one end because the install base would be crazy, and so many games that are top like Call of Duty right now are free to play. But I feel like that's something that might happen in a year or two. I feel like it makes no business sense to do that now. Because I feel like, what's the point of owning this game? We already talked about how majority of people don't care about campaign, unfortunately. So they're like, wait, I just get this for free, and that's a thing I want. That Who's going to buy the game at that point? I mean, I know people will, but that's going to be literally millions of sales just lost. And then what's the point of creating this game? Yeah. Like I said, I definitely think that is a... That one seemed more realistic, and I could see them doing that eventually, but I feel like it'd be after there. They know that the sales are going to not be rising anymore. And 343 came out and said that that is uh, definitely not true, and it is launching with the game. And it's just so crazy they had to keep commenting on these things. And then what was the next one that came out? And this is on this one's on IGN, so this isn't like I'm finding random things that people say. People said, uh... Go up. Yeah, is that what you had? Yeah. Yeah, that was going to only support two-player local split-screen and four-player online. And I was like, am I missing something? That's what Halo used to be. Yep. And people would complain because Halo 5 didn't have that, which I thought was a fair complaint because that seemed fucking weird and it seemed like 343 didn't really get Halo. I Even even then, I could see their point of view because I feel like, unfortunately, that is a, a shrinking audience and not a big deal to a lot of people anymore. 
especially even like we just said campaign in general is not a big deal but especially getting local co-op and four player i don't feel like matters to a lot of people but as soon as they took it out apparently it mattered to everyone and then they added back in and everybody's like wait just two players and four players online I'm like, what the the fuck is the issue here what do you want and also today's generation we play on these massive screens nobody uh, they would complain then that they're playing this tiny little thing, yeah little box like i can't see anything and i could even even though i would have preferred halo 5 to have this i thought it was a weird exclusion i saw where 343 is coming from i don't know if you remember why they did it and why it was such a big deal because i remember people freaking out yeah they did it to keep it at 60 frames and everybody said that was bullshit and they were um just bsing but i believe that because if you play a game that's not well made like you that like uh, that nickelodeon kart racer if you go to four players on that i'm not even a big frames guy or no time technology you can see that game just fucking runs like it's lagging like crazy so it makes sense it's just yeah like the processing power is now sp- spread across four different things yeah so i feel like maybe there was a way for them to do it but i feel like it's a lot easier said than done to just be like well you should add this i feel like there's a i'm sure you've heard people talk about how if you add one thing to a game they can break the whole code so i'm sure that's something they could have added but i feel like they already made that decision and we're one to lock in at 60 frames and I feel like this is another damn if you do, damn if you don't. Because... This whole thing does. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because I'm not even somebody that really cares about that, but that does seem like what it's going towards and not feel caring about local or online co-op. And then they did that, and everybody's like, oh, no, we want our co-op. And now they're adding back in. I feel like it's going to be an issue again. <laughs> I'm just curious. The four-player online, the only thing I have to add about it, mm-hmm. who the hell will you be playing as? It seems like campaign-wise, it's just Chief and that pilot guy. Yeah. Um, hopefully there's something story-wise that makes sense, but maybe those do the old-school Halo thing where it's just four Master Chiefs, which, which is silly, but also I wouldn't have the biggest issue with that. if they're. I'd rather have that opposed to them just forcing these characters in that don't fit. Or uh, you haven't played Gears 5 yet, but they do a fucking real weird thing where they have only, I think, three-player co-op. And the third one is Jack, so he's a robot. The fuck? Now, this is so fucking weird, and I'd rather just, at this point, have two-player co-op that's really solid than to have these weird things. Um, so, it's all just really crazy to me, especially, like I said, I feel like there's a lot of valid worries with this game. I feel like people are focusing on all the wrong things, and I think that's the last thing I had on Halo was... I told you how I was worried that with them changing it to Halo Infinite and not Halo 6, that I felt like this might be a sign of like a, a Destiny type thing, like this is their platform. And I've admitted that even though I'm not a fan of that, I always said Halo would be the one game that I love Halo so much that I could play that endlessly. And that's my issue with all games being like that. I just can't keep up with every game, but my favorite series of all time, it's kind of cool thinking that that'd just be an endless game, but. I did tell you, and you agreed you preferred that it was like a exciting Halo launch, and we wouldn't get that anymore. And I don't have it in here. I thought I did, but three four three confirmed that, and they said that essentially that they didn't say it was a de- next Destiny, but they said this is the Halo platform, and that there won't be a that was the quote I had. There won't be a Halo Infinite two. It'll be uh, this should be Halo for the next ten years, and. uh 
yet I'm bummed and it makes me worry, but it seems like they're at least doing it the right way if they're going to do it. They said that that doesn't mean there'll be all these random missions and it's not just a, a hodgepodge of things. There'll be uh, new content, but it'll be like the next story of Halo added into it. And I was like, that sounds, that sounds like the ideal thing of what Destiny and these things are supposed to be if they actually stick to it and they say what they mean. Like this is a Halo game and then in a year we get the next Halo story inside of it. I'd be down for that. Yeah, it makes sense and financially it makes sense for them, but I guess if all gaming's kind of been going towards that, but there's just some special about those midnight releases going to and being excited about it. And, and I feel like if this console launch does not go well for Xbox, this could be one of the last Xboxes. Just times are changing. <laughs> And I don't like it. Um, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I can see sports games going that way, too. Yeah. And like I said, it's definitely we'll have to wait and see, and only time will tell. And I only think when the game launches, you'll be able to tell that kind of stuff. It'll be years before we see how it all works and if it they do stick to their words. But I feel like they're saying all the right things, and they talked uh, – they said like almost word for word some of the things I brought up podca last podcast about how they don't want it to be an open world just to be able to explore things. They want it to be what Halo has always been about the sand the sandbox and be able to find things and kind of create your own battles. Yeah. So I feel like they everybody says they don't get Halo at all. I feel like they get it whether they execute or not. We'll see. But I feel like they definitely know what they're doing. I'm excited to see what they do what they do with Forge. <coughs> yeah. Uh huh. That'd be a cool thing to think about if they want to make this a platform. Um, the next piece of news I have is this is from an Engadget article that a Doritos double XP had leaked the next Call of Duty. Um, it's Call of Duty Cold War. It's a really cool, cool time period, perfect with uh, Black Ops. It was such a cool storyline. Um, this is the quote from the article. While nothing has been confirmed at this at this stage, leaks have suggested it may take Modern Warfare's grittiness one step further. The title was supposed to explore the Vietnam War from the perspective of the U.S. South Vietnam and the Viet Cong. The U.S. South Vietnam and the Viet Cong. And then other excursions to other parts of the world. If they stay historical, I think it'd be really cool. Black Ops did not with a little bit of historic, historical stuff thrown in there. Yeah. I think that's a perfect time period for Call of Duty. But I feel like they're going to pollute it. They're going to have all these, all these cool like AKs. And oh, I'm sure, yeah. It's going to be like, glitter AKs. And, <laughs> oh shit, the Viet Cong's dabbing. It's, gonna be, it's like, oh god, guys. Those guys are still like like in their, what, 70s? <laughs> this wasn't that long ago. Like 60,000 Americans died and millions of Vietnamese. And, but... Oh shit, Doritos, <laughs> double XP, get your Viet Cong skin, Mountain Dew. It's like, imagine like a game now coming out with like, <laughs> do you have your glitter IED? What about the 9-11 emoji? <laughs> um, so I, I, I really hope they don't do that. And I think, uh, um, I know that's what's going to happen though. Oh yeah, I think that's the most likely outcome. <laughs> 
just just absolutely disrespectful. I also can't believe we're getting subtitles on subtitles now because the full title is supposed to be Call of Duty Black Ops, what is it, 3? Cold War? So it's like two subtitles of Call of Duty. <laughs> I don't even know what Black Ops is. that 4, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, Cold War. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll see. It sounds fun. I think historically there's a lot of stuff. Because a lot of that stuff is no longer classified. There's some really crazy shit that our government did, especially getting involved in the war, that they could talk about. And the numbers. The numbers? Mason. Oh, the, n- the numbers, Mason. <laughs> and that, that was such a cool Easter egg to get out of the chair at the start yeah. menu. Um, but, yeah, it's like, man, these guys are not even that old. And they're going to be dabbing and... <laughs> Glitter and gold AKs, and I just hope they they handle it well. I know financially they have to add this stuff in to for some reason. Um, I want the kits to stay true too. Like I don't want like red dots on AKs and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, like M16s. I don't know. We'll see. Be kind of cool to. And, you know, the Viet Cong used, like, some old-ass weapon systems, so they could even go back to, like, World War II shit. Um, they could talk about the Soviets' angle, the Chinese' angle. <laughs> uh, maybe even throw in, like, talk about the Gulf of Tonkin, <coughs> where the U.S. government actually lied to us and <laughs> got us involved <laughs> in, in, in a, an endless war <laughs> like that. Oh, Jesus. <sighs> so, but I know it's just going to be Viet Cong dabbing and flossing and terrible stuff uh so this is a reddit leak for xbox um but this is also from a verge article talking about the reddit this is getting so meta uh the reddit user claimed to have snapped the photo at a party in washington he was uh, i think a high schooler and it was hosted by the child of a microsoft employee which is kind of funny to think about all those kids that told us their dads worked at microsoft this kid wasn't lying uh, the controller itself included the new D-pad on the Xbox Series X controller, oh, yeah. alongside the new share button that Microsoft is shipping on next-gen controllers. We spoke to the Reddit user before their account was deleted, and they claimed that the associated console was also white and looked more squarish, and then the Xbox button looked bigger on it. It's definitely a high schooler's quote. <laughs> so tell us about the next console. Is this like more squarish and the button was a little bit bigger on it? Um, and then the poster, I think the crazy part for me was that the UI is still the same, but they can also still be using just the old UI. Yeah. On it. Yeah, I think it would definitely be different. <coughs> the D-pad looks nice, though. Did you see it? Yeah. Um, I uh, can go off one thing I had news-wise. Did you see the connects to that? Connect. Oh. Did you see that there's rumor that there's going to be, um, that that's gonna, the new console will be revealed in August? Because there's been a lot of, I think Microsoft even said that they would uh, have an event in August, maybe. And everybody assumed it was for the new console. And then Phil Spencer was on uh, Podcast Unlocked last week. And um, he said that they'll have more to talk about with the new console sometime in August. So everybody put together that if they're doing an event in August and they're going to talk about the new console in August. That'd be sweet. That must be that. So it sounds like we'll have another some kind of press conference or showcase in August for Microsoft. 
You think this kid got into some deep shit? <sighs> or he got scared because there's a lot of people yeah. coming at him? Yeah, I couldn't. That's going to be, if his dead dad found out, that's going to be awkward every time <laughs> he's over. Like, you almost got me fired. Yeah. Uh, but I think Phil Spencer's a pretty chill guy. Yeah. We'll see. Seems like it. You hear, I always thought Bill Gates was a pretty chill guy, but then you hear, like, some of the crazy stuff he did behind the scenes. Yeah. Especially when they were making the original Xbox. Yeah. Did you ever heard that story? Yeah. <laughs> it's and nuts. I feel like it might just be percep- perception again, but I feel like it is different because I feel like Bill Gates might have seemed like that, but I feel like he was always about technology and money. I feel like Phil Spencer, the thing that makes him so different and interesting is that obviously he's about money and business, but... He was somebody that was into games before that. So I feel like his business and money translates to him liking video games. So it all connects together. Connects. I, <laughs> I hope they don't look back on it like people look back on Sega. God, they were so far ahead of their time. And then they just died. So I hope that doesn't happen to Xbox. I think there's a lot more cash flow to Microsoft yeah. than Sega ever had. But at the same time, it's... Uh, I'm going to sit back and think like... Besides OS's, what are they really selling anymore? Um, like, what is their their cash cow or whatever? They have to be bleeding money at this point. I don't know. But then we saw those yeah. figures from last week where they're up a certain amount. Yeah. It's just weird. Like, I, I would like to know what's the big money maker for Microsoft. I thought the same thing about Sony, though, too. Especially because you hear, like, PS4 or the PlayStation division kind of supports everybody else. Yeah. But, yeah. I think that's all the news I have, though. That's all you got. That's all I got. All right. Um, Some Ryan kind of just, like, weird tidbits are not really news. I think you're missing one that either you didn't see or you're going to be really excited about. But um, I'll get to that. So it's kind of still on Halo first since these aren't really news things. Did you see that... uh? 343 even had to confirm this, but uh, I thought it was cool that the Brutes can throw the grunts, and that's yeah. what he did in the trailer. I didn't and see. That was, that's going to be awesome. I never, I didn't think about it either, the grappling hook. It would be really cool if you can use that to uh, grab the kamikaze grunts and throw them back. <laughs> uh, that would be fucking awesome. I don't know if you can or not, but that would be really cool. Um, and then another just weird thing. Did you see somebody's creating Halo Infinite in Dreams? <laughs> and oh the screenshot actually looks like just like Infinite. I haven't tried it myself yet, but uh, the screenshot looks just like Halo Infinite. Also, I don't even have it in here, but Dreams, do you see? I mentioned it last week. They added in the VR mode, and I knew they were going to do that, and I thought it would be cool, but I thought it was kind of be whatever is created in there turned into VR. But they're actually, it's like a whole new platform where you can make VR games in there. Oh, and sick. like first person games like what you would see in VR no that is fucking nuts I can't imagine what people are going to create with that yeah and then I think about the trolley stuff people are going to create <laughs> with that too <laughs> like school shooter simulators and or stuff to fuck with you something that does look amazing and they turn it like gives you a headache and oh no uh-huh. yeah they got to be careful with that yeah legally like lawsuit wise there's a lot of angles that some yeah. shit could go wrong um and then the only other thing that was Halo that is actually kind of news. I don't know if this was always assumed, but I didn't know it. Did you see that Infinite is going to be on Steam as well? I knew it was coming to PC, wow. but I thought it was always just going to be on Game Pass and through Microsoft. But 
they're still bringing to that, but also to Steam as well. Steam is uh, quickly becoming the the only platform on PC. Yeah. It was like from 2012 to maybe about a couple years ago, people were still trying to get people to come to their terrible platforms. Well, I feel like, yeah, I feel like they have less competition overall, but I feel like actually they have the most serious competition they've had yet with Epic Store. I feel oh, like, yeah. yeah, there's less competition, but it's probably the most likely one. And that actually brings me to my next thing. We talked about Rocket League uh, last week about how they'd be going free to play and how you get all the DLC. I don't know if I missed it. I actually heard it on uh, Sacred Symbols. Did you hear that they're taking it off of Steam when they do that? Wow. Was it going Epic? Yeah, I'm assuming so, because I, I forgot uh, Epic bought um, Psyonix, so the studio that makes Rocket League. So uh, I don't know how that works. I own it on Steam. I don't know if that means that it's not going to sell anymore or if they're literally just like taking it off and it's not playable anymore. I don't know. I hope not because that would be really bad PR. Yeah, and it would make sense to leave it up anyways, not just PR-wise, but it's cross-play. So it's not even like it would kill the game. to Like once you take it off Steam Store, a lot of games are unplayable because the audience just goes away. But there might not be any more people buying it on Steam, but they'd be buying it on the Epic Store, Xbox, Switch, literally everything it's on now. So the game yeah. would still live. So yeah, I can't imagine that. I don't think it's going to take it out of my account or people that own it. But I don't know if it's just going to not be playable anymore like the servers will go off for it. But yeah, I can't imagine they would do that. Yeah, it's pretty dirty. Yeah. Um, let's see. This is the news that... I feel like you would be all about. So, randomly, at a Comic-Con, G4 dropped a, a teaser trailer that they had returned in some form or fashion in 2021. I, was gonna, I forgot to put this on my news. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, I thought you'd be all about that. Um, of course, especially their, how they did the announcement. Yeah, that Sick. was cool. Um, it's exciting for me, but... I told you I always wanted to like it, and I never had an issue with it. We just never got the channel until right when it was, like, transitioning over into that fucking weird, what they try to do. It didn't call G4, but they tried to keep it gaming for a little bit, and I kind of just vanished and turned into whatever that shit was. We never had Dish growing up, but I had friends that, it was uh, Dish, right? Yeah, Dish Network? I think so. We had friends uh, that lived down the country. They get to be in the city to get cable, but... In Virginia, there was a lot of people lived out in the middle of nowhere in the Appalachians, and they would all have Dish, and it was like, as soon as we go over there, it'd be constantly on. Um, that kind of makes me sad, too, because towards the end, man, it was a husk of what it was. Yeah, no, I know. That's oh, bad that's at like, the end. Because I saw, obviously, I love games, so I knew what it was, and I saw some episodes or saw some online or whatever, and I was always jealous. I saw commercials for it, so I knew what it was. So I knew what I was missing. And then, yeah, I finally got it, but I knew it wasn't what it was, and then it eventually went away. Yeah. Became I, Fender yeah. Network or something stupid. My babysitter had it, too. She had Dish as well. She lived out in the middle of nowhere. We used to just wash it constantly. I don't really know what a return means anymore. I didn't know if maybe that they were just going to use G4 to create their own like streaming site or YouTube channel, but it says returning to TV, so unless they're just doing bad, bad marketing... It literally sounds like it's going to be a channel, but I don't know if it's going to be like a a Vizio free-to-watch thing or if they're actually going to have like their own channel because 
TV is so different now that I don't know what G4 is. I think that's a mistake. That's a mistake. If you think about it, people have cable or television anymore, just not not that demographic. Yeah. I thought I thought when I watched, it's like okay, this may YouTube channel their own website for sure. Yeah, it's just weird because I feel like if they do that, then everybody's gonna make fun of it, and it's probably not gonna last because there's so many things on YouTube and the internet that is like G4 and probably does it better now. That it's kind of seems weird no matter how you do it. Did you watch the final episodes? No. Or like leading up to it, they're like giving away stuff on the set. Oh, really? Sad time. I think I just graduated high school too. Yeah. I think I just graduated high school and it was like Toy Story 3 had just came out and that was all about stuff. It was just a sad time for me. <laughs> I wanted um, one of the cell phones. Do you ever see the cell phones? They had like the ceilings covered and cell no, phones. No, I don't think so. Always wanted one dangling there. I think it was Attack of the Show had that. Oh, yeah, like hanging down, you mean? Yeah. yeah I think that was like actual ceiling. Yeah. Um, I don't, like I said, I don't know what this is. And I don't, for me, I don't know what the right direction is, like business-wise. Personally, I would love it if it was like a watch-free thing, and then they could also do it on YouTube or whatever and keep it kind of like all platforms and have it all over the place because that's what I loved about G4, the idea of just turning on and always have gaming stuff happening. And I love that, especially we have IGN some things on Watch Free, but it's a uh, not like new content, and they kind of just rotate content that's on IGN, so it's not really like a channel of IGN. But uh, my concern is that I feel like it might be a real channel, which that's not my biggest concern. My concern is they're using the name to get everybody excited, and then I feel like this is going to be like an ESPN of gaming, like uh, esports and. Oh streaming especially because i feel like unfortunately that's probably a, a huge business move right now and would create a lot of interest i think it would be good if they could do a mix because i don't yeah. know if you remember you probably noticed especially towards the end they would have a lot of filler like i specifically remember early on when i first started watching it, there was like they would endlessly play game trailers i think there was a, a i don't know why i'm remembering that but i sort of remember that um, so I think they did a hybrid of the two and played classic episodes because near the end of the run of the show too, and maybe even before that, they used to play reruns. And this was like late in the 360, and they'd play like stuff from like the PS2 era. That was kind of cool and nostalgic yeah. to look back on. So if they could get the all of the old episodes too, and if you guys make this a channel, have all the like almost like a WWE network, have all your old stuff, your new stuff, have a podcast section, and we could be on it. Have their podcast do them live, your esports. Maybe go and like do live events at packs and stuff like that. There's a lot they could do. Yeah, I feel like the way I would want to take it, and for it to succeed, not necessarily just what I would want. Yeah, I think esports would be smart. That's just not something I'm interested in at all. But I think that would be smart to get an audience and keep it going. But then, for me, I would like it if they. Uh, mix in certain things like had a current show kind of like at the time attack of the show or x play was where they do interviews and have reviews and the latest gaming news and then maybe a retro show not even like necessarily old episodes but like retro focused gaming i think would be cool that would be cool and then i think it'd be really cool to have a like a deep dive documentary episode or a show as well for sure we have jeff keely in there because he oh, seems yeah. to do everything and I don't know if you ever remember 
on uh, Spike TV. It was fucking worst name in the world, but it shows the times. Uh, Gamehead. Did you ever watch that on Spike TV? And then it became uh, Game Trailers TV eventually. Uh, no. That's how I uh, started liking Jeff Keighley and why I knew him at such a young age because, like I said, we didn't have G4, but we had Spike TV and he always did these half hour, hour episodes where it'd be um, focused on going to the studio. Like he went to uh, Bungie when Halo 2, I think, was coming out and no one really got to see inside Bungie and know how secretive they are and you know, like go through the studio and see it and see like the Master Chief standing there, like the statue. And he would interview him and get stuff that nobody else was getting as far as footage. And then he'd mix in like interviews or uh, events like E3 or whatever. He'd mix in clips from that. And I was like, this is so fucking cool. And uh, I'd even be down for something like that. But I was like, not a documentary. I'm talking like uh, kind of like no clip. I feel like it'd be like really cool. But even yeah. something like Game Head or Game Trailers TV, I think it'd be awesome. Um, when we get to what we're watching too, I can tell you about another channel. Just something similar. Okay. Um, called Cloth Map. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's uh the g- meme guy from Giant Bomb. That's him. Oh my God, that is him, isn't it? Yeah, Drew Scanlon. He's doing good stuff over there, man. Yeah, I, haven't I remember you said he left, but I know he left to do that. Yeah. That's him. That is him, isn't it? Uh huh. Yeah, I watched uh, a bunch of his videos. I've been uh, binge watching it. That's why I said that was so weird to me because I, Giant Bomb, that was another thing I jumped on early and he hadn't been with Giant Bomb for a while, but when that meme came up, I was like, oh, that's weird because I know him, but I figured it was just going to be like on the Facebook page that I follow and everything and I started seeing people post it that would not only not know him, but not know Giant Bomb. (laughs) This is so fucking weird. Yeah, you you could ask any of those people using that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But no, that's funny shit. Like I was like, I'm going to drop some knowledge on you. (laughs) I'm going to tell you about this YouTube channel's exclusive. Uh, but it's really good, man, because he's, he's doing something that I think is really cool and something I try to do, like, when I travel. And it's super vanilla version of what I do. But if you go visit somewhere, the first thing I'm like, okay, where do, they, where do the gamers meet up? Where's your gaming stores? Like, I want to go there. He does the same thing, but in, like, Cuba. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's almost a dream thing for me. You know how I love traveling and also love gaming so yeah i'm jealous uh i'm pretty sure he just announced that he's ending it though and doing something else that makes sense yeah and he said that it's so hard to do right now because you can't really travel anywhere so yeah yeah it makes even more sense that his series on brazil is really good I recommend that. just because how weird they were with importing shit and all the workarounds they had to do yeah i've been meaning to watch it like i said like him forever and it's right in my alley i just you know there's so much to watch that i haven't done it even stuff that is just like uh, video game themed, like going to Ukraine, touring nuclear silos or Pripyat, Pripyat. Uh, but yeah, also something that'd be cool that they've done since the 80s and it's kind of fallen off is video game game shows. Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. They could do something like that. Did, uh, I feel like I've talked to you about this. It's not really a game sh- Well, it's kind of a like game show mixed with uh, Big Brother, which I guess is a game show. You ever watch um, The Tester on PlayStation? No, but what was that one game show with the... It was, like, all, like, nerds. There's a lot of cringe cringe comps that came out of that. I'm not sure. 
so douchey. But when you watch a tester, you'd you'd fucking hate it, but you'd love it. Um, like I said, it's like Big Brother mixed with games, so it's real over the top about like the drama in the house and these ridiculous personalities. Because it was a not pre YouTube, but pre where it was like just normal and gigantic. So it's like the early stages of these people trying to be that, and it's so great. You'd love it. I actually. I enjoyed it because it was cringy, but I also personally liked it because it was made by Sony, so there's a lot of people that you don't normally see and then be able to talk about their games and stuff, so that was cool. But the point of it was the last one that was left <laughs> got to be a, a beta tester for Sony. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, that's oh my God. was kind of ironic and cringy in itself, but we got to watch it. You'd fucking love it. So, I'm guessing this was, like, my junior year of high school. Okay, 2009-2010. Yep, Sci-Fi Channel. It was called WCG Ultimate Gamer. Oh, I know that. It was basically like that. Like, they, I think they all live in a house. They were on teams. But then they, their competitions would be video game related or nerdy <laughs> shit. Yeah, that's how these were. So, th- they probably... Honestly, they might have stole the idea from the tester. Yeah, it could be. It was, uh, wasn't on TV either. It was just you had to download it on the PlayStation Store. <laughs> so it might be hard to find now unless <laughs> they kept it up because this was on PS3. Um, and then the next news I had was Sega confirmed the release date for Sonic 2, the movie, for April 8, 2022, which is nuts that it's that far away. But also I feel like everything's so weird right now and we're just used to stuff not coming out that I saw that and I was, like, I was just instantly excited. I feel like normally I'd be like, what the fuck? That's so far away. But I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Sonic. And that makes sense that that's two fucking years away. <laughs> yeah. It also weird. It is nice, though, that they're clearly not rushing it, especially since Sonic was a uh, pleasant surprise um, business-wise because it did so well. It's nice that they're not just rushing into it. Also, I see Geralt there. I forgot yeah. to add that on my news as well. Uh, also, I need to watch the movie. I still haven't watched it. Yeah, you do. I um, I was thinking about our early, early episodes, all the things we talked about. Some of it you can't do now, so I'm kind of sad. Hopefully you will eventually. I don't think it's something you can just never do, but it's kind of weird thinking about that. But yeah, Sonic's something you can definitely do. And probably run it for, I'm sure, a couple of dollars. It's worth watching. I want to know what you think. Yeah. Also, I also see this thing right here that says ultrasonic every time we record. What thing? Down there. And uh, <laughs> it's kind of weird talking about Sonic. Um, but yeah, the next thing you're referencing was Netflix announced a spinoff of the uh, Witcher show called Blood Origins. Prequel, right? Yeah, prequel. Yeah, prequel spinoff. Um, I feel like... It's weird because it's a prequel, but set 1,200 years before, so I don't feel like it's a prequel. It's really going to connect. And I feel like the main complaint with that, I haven't watched it myself, but the, it was already very confusing. So I feel like doing a prequel that's 1,200 years before is only going to confuse people more, especially unless you're like really, really into The Witcher. It's sure. an odd choice. Um, but I feel like it's something they reference all the time in the okay. show and movie. They reference that time period. And the next like one, Game of Thrones does. Yeah. The next one was announced today, so you might not have seen it, but this is from IGN. Ubisoft and Netflix are teaming up to create a adult animated Splinter Cell series from the John Wick <laughs> creator. That's cool, man. Yeah. Um, I don't if I I don't think I would ever imagine Splinter Cell as a movie anyways, or a show. But if I did, I feel like I would 
thought live action. I feel like animated's gonna be weird unless it's maybe like a really good CG, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. That's odd. How about you make another Splinter Cell game? That's uh, that was my next thought. That I'm not even a big Splinter Cell guy, but I feel like it's a running joke that it seems like Ubisoft's messing with people now and just doing everything they can to not make it. Yeah, and <laughs> add them into like this crossover weird, and I just. It all seems so weird. It seems like you're doing everything you can to make him sure that he's still known, but not make the game. What seems so weird. Um, and then the last thing was actually right before we started recording. Well, actually, I had two more things. But right before we started recording, we talked a couple times in here about WB games. Uh-oh. Drum roll. Did they get bought? No, they haven't yet. Uh-oh. But uh, it sounds like there's there might be somebody that it's going to do it, so... Microsoft. Um, no. EA's CFO, EA Blake Jurgison, um, or Jorgensen, was responding to questions regarding future acquisitions in today's financial call, including about a big ass or quote, big asset. Big ass. Which is likely referring to WB Games. And that was uh, from IGN. So... It's a good fit. Yeah. I know we talked in here how it's the easiest thing to make fun of EA, but yeah, I feel like it makes a lot of sense. And also, would be cool to see them have so many more properties if they do get those properties. But you know, if not, like we talked about, those studios are so talented that if you don't have those properties, you could still do crazy shit with it. Especially if they don't have those properties, I feel like some of those studios can make some fucking crazy Star Wars games, which is I think EA could use some help with. So I can see that happening. That'd be cool. And then, actually, the last thing I had was that uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, the PS5 game. Did you see it's going to release with a remaster of Spider-Man? Ooh. So, that might have been where all the confusion was coming from. But I feel like, yeah, that's even better. And I feel like when they initially talked about it and all the reporting was that this was a remaster, that's kind of fucked up. But I feel like it's even better value if you're getting this like side story and then you're getting Spider-Man on top of it if you haven't played it or even if you have you're getting up res new or next generation version of Spider-Man yeah so I thought that was really cool it's a good idea yeah that was from uh, IGN as well and then that's all the news I had the only other thing was a small tidbit again that I thought was odd the official PlayStation account tweeted about uh, an interview they had on the PlayStation podcast which is an official PlayStation podcast an interview with um, Obsidian about the Outer Worlds, and that's just so weird to me. We talked a few times in here about crossover and how much gaming has changed, that they're interviewing uh, Microsoft Studio games. <laughs> this is so weird to me, that they're like presenting it to like it's a big deal that they're advertising Microsoft's game, but I feel that's exactly what Microsoft wants and why they do it. So, I just thought it was odd. No, nah, it's weird to think about. <laughs> It'd have been cooler if they were doing that for WB. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. You don't want some of those things you don't want sitting on. Yeah. Exclusive on a console. Yeah, nothing <sighs> confirmed, but that seems like an odd thing, too. That does seem like an odd quote if they're not referencing that. I don't know what else they'd be referencing. Sega. Um, what have you been playing, though? I've been so busy trying to get this basement together. Because I had a no joke, probably I stacked all my cases up, probably like four or five, like four or five foot tall things. Mm-hmm. They all collapsed, made a huge noise. I still can't tell if anything's broken or not. 
I was like, I, I got to get this basement done, man. I got to get it done. So I've been working on that so much. Just Halo <laughs> Wars, man. Halo Just Wars. Halo Wars. Um, but honestly, still feeling the same about it. Uh, let me get to my notes here. Uh, I just felt like it, man, those games would do so much better with keyboard and mouse. I know you can do that with an Xbox, but I just naturally, it feels like I don't, I feel like I'm losing units and people are dying because I'm not responding quick enough. Um, because on the mouse and keyboard, it just feels so intuitive for me to play strategy games on that. Um, oh God, lost my spot. There we go. Um, something else too, especially because it's made by the guys that are just perfect at making it run is just having more soldiers. The capping at 80 is just kind of annoying. And Total War is known for like, it feels like thousands of guys are fighting. Why can't I have that? And why can't I have a galactic, <coughs> there was a Star Wars strategy game where you could fight all across the galaxy. And you have a bunch of planets, you could be losing a planet. I wanted that, not just stuck on one, one planet. I wanted like, a, they call them campaigns, where you just, Total War, like you go and take over all of Europe or the whole world. Um, I would like that, but in like a solar system style for Halo Wars. Um, and they kind of want more of the RTS. And the only people really in RTS, similar RTS, is StarCraft. And that, that's that been, Jesus, probably getting close to a decade since a new yeah. one of those came out. So it kind of seems unneeded. And I just, I just want like to even do a covenant campaign or a flood campaign and have all the diplomacies of that and ships ship battles would be cool so I want it on I want Halo Wars but on a larger scale um, but story wise it's amazing it's just how far are you do you know like what mission maybe halfway through right yeah, now gotcha. um no I could see that and why do you want I mean why you would want a bigger scale and all that I feel like that's intentional they didn't do that because, yeah, I feel like they could easily do that. I feel like they tried so much to simplify and make it so easy for anybody to play and not be overwhelming like RTSs and I've other RTSs. And I feel like if you, as soon as you make it that wide scale and thousands of people running around, that instantly gets way more confusing and not just uh, pick up and play like Halo Wars is. Yeah. You do know it's not like anywhere near what you're talking about, but a lot of levels you can increase the uh, cap of how many people you have. Stop. Yeah. Um, by building your base up, you can get it. There's upgrades to make it to, uh, I think, 100 and 120. So, like I said, not. Yeah. So, definitely notice a difference, though, in 20 or 40 more people, obviously. Jesus. What have I been doing? My poor guys is probably like, dude, we need help down here. <laughs> or you can also. It's not really a spoiler. You also can eventually, with the uh, ship controls, you know, like to bring stuff down from the sky, you can bring ODST in, and oh. then I'll bring in more people as well. That's sick. Yeah, it's super cool doing that. But yeah, what have you been playing, man? Oh, that's it, just that. Yep, um, that's literally it. Right, good. <laughs> um, not much more for me, actually. Um, I uh, was playing Halo Wars 2 as well. Um, I think I'm probably about halfway. I said, I feel like, for me, I feel like something's missing because I did Halo Wars just fine, but I'm having uh, more of an issue with this as far as people dying and feel like I don't know what I'm doing, but I don't feel like bad game design because I feel like every time I'm just fucking up and I feel like I played Halo Wars just fine. What difficulty are you on? Normal. 
That could so. be it could be it. I'm playing on easy. Oh, are you? Yeah, because uh, RTSs, I love them. Horrendous at them. Even Total War, I've sunk probably hundreds of hours in Total War. Always played on easy. Maybe I should. Huge I, learning curve and that kind of shit. Yeah, I was trying not to do the easiest. I don't, you know how I am. I don't really care about difficulty. I was just trying to do something a little harder, but maybe that would make it more fun, which is why I don't care about difficulty because I was trying to find a balance in something that's not too easy and also fun, so... Yeah, I've never been able, even if I go a step beyond. Beyond. Like, beyond! To normal, it's just, I get decimated. Um, also, I've noticed maps seem to really heavily focus on one type of unit, at least early on. Yeah. So, like, okay, this map, I'm investing all in Warthogs, or investing all in this unit. So, maybe that, I don't know if, that, if you're doing that as well. Yeah, I definitely have been doing that. Um, still enjoying it, though, and... Yeah, I'm loving the story and the cutscenes. So, you know, if I wasn't a fan of the gameplay, which I am, I'm just like I said, a bit of a frustration. That would be enough to keep me going. And then besides that, more of uh, The Last of Us Part Two. I think I'm probably like 40% of the way through that and still loving it. Um, still very confused about the reaction to it. But like I said, I'll keep that updated without spoiling too much. They have an announcement on when multiplayer comes out yet? No, not since that initial announcement they delayed it, but it would be coming out. And like I said, if I, I feel like if, unless I'm making this up, they announced it as a, a standalone thing, but I might be making that up. Um, I went out of order this time, actually. Did you have any media pickups as opposed to before what we're playing? Unfortunately. <laughs> no, I told you last week I'd more settle down to, like, yeah. if someone calls me or my mom's always on the lookout. There's a game store in my mom's home, my mom's town. That the guy's super nice, and he has no problem saving stuff for you or let you know about stuff. Um, and Peter, my friend Peter, like uh, anybody, I get texts from most random people. Like Garrett this week was one, and um, but yeah. So my mom told me like, hey, Family Video's selling out a lot of their stuff. Kind of made me sad because they missed out on their Wii U and Nintendo games and their Wii games. They were uh, $2 a piece, no matter what they were, Mario or whatever. So I missed out on a lot of those. So I went there and, um, let's see, make sure that this is, yes, so this is the family video pickup for 2 bucks a piece was um, Beyond Two Souls, Beyond PS3. I was drinking. <laughs> PS3. Um, you'll notice on these pickups too, it was a real heavy focus in PS3 exclusives. <coughs> Um, I played some of them, but I felt like I really missed out on them, and I want to get a PS3 soon. Um, I've regretted it ever since I sold my original one, so I've been kind of b- beefing up that collection when people tell me stuff stuff's on sale. So Beyond Two Souls, uh, Killzone 2, both those PS3, the rest of these are Xbox 360s, uh, Remember Me, Risen 2, which is like a pirate game. Then Bound by Flame was one I didn't want to pick up for a while just because it came out on Xbox One. But I think it's backwards compatible. Uh, Dynasty Warrior 6. Uh, the Bionic Commando. I loved the the demo of Bionic Commando. Um, but I never played the actual game. Did you? I won't ruin it. Did you ever hear the twist in that game? I got ruined before I played it. And it's no. Fucking, oh, it's so fucking funny. Really? Yeah, in a terrible way. Maybe you always <laughs> think it's cool, but it's, I mean, it's different if you see the game, but it became kind of like a meme thing. Oh, that is fucking so dumb. 
That's great. I know it reviewed poorly after it came out. Oh, really? I thought I remember it being like sevens. Oh, really? Yeah, but Hmm. I think the story was ridiculous. That's why maybe the thing that is a twist and a spoiler made it, if you played a game, it's not presented that way because the game's so over the top. But just here now, there's no fucking way. Maybe I'll play through it soon. Okay. Let you know know about the spoiler. Um, The next one was Alone in the Dark. That uh, it's always been something on my radar. Uh, Dead or Alive 5 and Anarchy Reigns. All those are Xbox 360 pickups. And those were $2 a piece, which is insane. That's cheaper than thrift stores. Pisses me off that somebody cleared out a Wii section and a Wii U section. Because you know how Nintendo goes, yeah. man. That stuff just goes up and up and up. Um, next one. Oh, then while I was there, I was like, listen, lady, I like these rental shelves. Oh, you just missed it. I was friends with the manager. She's like, you just missed it. I was like, oh, they probably all got sold, huh, pretty quick. No, we had them up here for sale for a long time, and I just had to throw them away. <laughs> don't tell me that. You just might as well just said, no, we don't have <laughs> any. But then she's like, I tell you what, if you go back to the adult, if you don't know Family Video is a rental store, she said, go back to the adult section back there. There's a shelf back there would you be interested in. So I go back there, and I've never been in one of those sections before, and for some reason it's more ridiculous than I thought. <laughs> I thought it'd be like when you go to Seven Eleven, and they have <coughs> black things over them so you can't see. No, yeah, I went um, in there as a joke. It's great. Holy shit! <laughs> How do you stock that shit with a straight face or feel really weird? <laughs> and we knew somebody that worked there, and I was like, you know, we worked at the theater with her. And I was like, what do you do, like? Like, how do you tell people you have late fees? Like, do you say like, oh, just remember, like, you call them on the phone, like, backdoor sluts six, South Park reference is due like how does this work like i guess after a while it gets normal but who the fuck also is going back there anymore like all this shit's free online i mean you could say the same thing about movies though but uh yeah so i went back there i was like yeah that's a really ridiculous spot but yeah i'll take the shelf your dirty sex-filled shelf so she said i left my phone number and she's gonna let me know and i was like man what about your uh, xbox like signs and she's like, well, we got to keep them until all of them sell. But she's like, I tell you what, I can give you one of them. So she gave me the Xbox 361, big cool sign. And she's going to let me know about the PS3 one once they sell out. So hopefully I get some rental shelves. Those would be kind of cool to have in the basement. Um, especially because I don't know if you heard, family video is probably not m- the most profitable thing in the world. But the family that owns them super rich. They own the buildings, so there's nothing really money-wise they put into them. But Dollar General approached them with a crazy deal. Um, it was like $10 million for sporadic locations. And it's a really good contract from what, I can <coughs> from what people say online and what this manager told me. Basically, family video could back out any time. And so I think they might be going to the wayside. So hopefully I get those shelves. But um, after coming home from my mom's, I just stopped by Goodwill real quick and found uh, Simpsons <coughs> Hit and Run on the PS2. Found that for two ninety nine. Great game. Yeah, man, I loved those games. And I already own it, but the value on those are going up. Um, so I figured might as well. Then at the game store, um, really nice guy there, for a buck a piece, or for a dollar, I bought a game that I originally bought my PS3 for which was Mag, R.I.P. It's useless, but 
I think with the discounts I had, it ended up being 50 cents. And I figured for 50 cents, it's just kind of cool to have. Uh, Mag, then Warhawk, PS3 exclusive. Um, PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Great game. Yeah, dude, it was really, these are really cheap. They were like all like around two or three bucks. Mindjack, Metal Gear Solid 4, which I've already played, um, but I, once again, I sold it. Uncharted 2, Uncharted 3, and then another reason I bought a PS3, this is the second game I bought on PS3, by the way, was uh, Lair. Um, never quite understood why that game got so much hate. And then Haze, which is another game I didn't quite understand got so much hate. I really loved it. And then White Knight Chronicles. Did you play Lair when it had the stick stick access? Because that's a... Yeah. yeah, I didn't play yeah. with that, but I heard that was the big issue that it did not control well at all. I think they patched the way you can switch yeah, back and forth, right? Yeah. So I played a little bit with that, but yeah, I didn't play the whole game like that. Cool premise, though, man. Some cool cutscenes in that game. Um... Haze 2, soundtrack done by Korn. Great. That's why I didn't like that game. <laughs> um, so all of those were buy one, get one free, and they're all right around two, three bucks. So I, a dollar, dollar, 50 cents here and there for games I don't mind. Yeah. Especially these are these are great games for the PS3. Uh, same store, same guy. I picked up Super Troll Islands. It's a SNES game. I think that ended up being like five dollars i don't know what the going price is for it but it was closer to 20 it looks <laughs> ridiculous so i was like better pick it up and then i've always wanted the game and watch uh i like the game and watches but i know the game boy versions were the ones the ones to actually to get they're a little bit easier and cheaper but uh for like three bucks a piece i got gallery two and three and then at a uh my mom lives near the amish country that's where you got your beautiful Taylor Swift so we went to a bunch of Mennonite which are kind of like uh, Amish diet Amish I guess is the way to describe them that's the one's like the giant hook right Kirby's enemy oh my god <laughs> that took me a second yeah Mennonite I think it's Mennonite is how you say it I don't know but basically it's like Amish but they can use electricity uh, they were very anti-masks by the way oh I yeah whoo um there was they have like five or six Mennonite thrift stores we went to, and they all had signs up that was like, "We do not require masks, and none of our workers require masks." But listen, don't fear anything because God's got you. It's like, well, didn't God kind of give people the knowledge of using masks and the understanding of it? But we won't get into that. But they were they were not very friendly people. Um, uh, you know, I grew up really close to the Amish, and I. I could go on all all the time about uh, how funny they are. Also, I like how you said that's where you got your Taylor Swift thing pointed over there. Like I have her tied up or something. <laughs> I knew what you were saying, but <laughs> your Taylor Swift table. Well, you've been there, man. Growing up, it wasn't so much of a tourist attraction, but every year I go back, there's like a new resort, and they have all these Amish grocery stores that all these you know Karens, I guess, is a good way to describe them. Go in there, like oh, being so traditional. Um. But, like, we go, I like going to Amish stores because there's things there that I like, like their sourdough bread or trail bologna. But some of the stuff is, like, guys clearly are not making this shit in their kitchens. Like, they have Amish potato chips that are really delicious. And uh, my favorite is the 
Orange Sickle Gummy Bears. Recommend those. But I know damn well that shit's made in a factory. It's not yeah. made by Amish. Um, I've seen Amish people with sound systems in their cart. I remember that being really young, like people having sound systems in them. Coolers with beer in them. Um, yeah, the Amish are great people. <laughs> but yeah, one of those thrift stores, uh, the I found Most Wanted, Need for Speed Most Wanted on the 360. That was a dollar ninety nine. And then at the game store that I just mentioned all those PS3 games from, um, what was this one? Where did I? Yes. Is that it? Uh, no. Okay. At another Mennonite thrift store, I found uh, Police Academy. It was like on this really cool WB VHS tape. Evil Dead on VHS. Bubba Hotep on VHS. And this really crazy promo video from Walt Disney World. Do you remember these? Where they'd send them out to you, or you could ask for them, ask for information, and it'd be like oh these yeah. terrible yeah. VHS tapes of Mickey Mouse giving you a tour. Yeah. So I was like, I gotta get those for nostalgic <laughs> purposes. Um, so I picked that up. What else? And then probably my coolest finds. Um, at the same place, I found Cardinal Sin, which is a PS1 game. It's kind of going up in value. I picked it up for a dollar at that same game store. And then for 50 bucks, I got Geist, Star Fox Ventures, and Tales of Symphonia on GameCube. Which uh, GameCube is going through the fucking roof right now. So I was like, I better pick these up. I know that's a little bit more than you know my two or three bucks limit that I like spending on games. But once he told me he had those, I was like, yeah, I'll take those. You ever play Star Fox Ventures? No. I, mean, I doubt it holds up at all now, but at the time, I thought it was so underrated and so fucking cool. It was supposed to be a different game, right? That they supposed to be like a dinosaur game, and then yeah. they switched to a Star Fox game. Yeah. Um, Star Fox is one of those things I never really played, but I'd love to go back to the SNES and play them all the way through. Yeah. And I think this is quickly becoming the most expensive Star Fox game, I think. Star Fox Adventures. It's like, man, I might as well just grab it up while I can. I have to look. I don't know how true that is. Um, but then the coolest find, uh, you already know about it, but I went to a thrift store right before they closed, and it wasn't in the best part of town. And their workers, have, in my mind, have been pretty rude in the past. And I was like, dude, we go in here 15 minutes before they close. They're going to be so mean to us. But we went in there, and they had a bunch of Game Boy games, and the workers were incredibly nice. We talked about video games with them. They were sweethearts. And I felt terrible for thinking that. But Peter found a bunch of really cool Game Boy games. And then sitting on the shelf with the DVDs was some 360 games. And sure as shit, NCAA Football 14 was sitting there. And it was a super minty copy, complete, for two ninety nine. And I think price charting has it at like one forty right now. But I think on eBay it's going for about $120, 110 90 to 120 somewhere right around there and the guy at the game store was like man I'll give you 80 bucks right now for it so it's hard it's hard to turn that down <laughs> and I think it could fall in value if they announce a new one so I'm kind of but I wanted to play it I wanted to give it a go yeah so I don't know and 
he even told me, he said, man, in a few months, even if you, after you played it and you said you don't want it anymore, even if it goes down in value a little bit, I'll still pay you 70, 70 or 80 in store. And he gets good stuff in there all the time. Yeah. But as you saw all the shit I just picked up. <laughs> so sometimes if he calls me or if I find out or it's on Facebook or something that he's got something real cool in there, I'll definitely be taking that in and getting it. But, yeah. That's uh, really great because remember last week when I was like, <laughs> this is it. Yeah, that was one of the longer ones yet. <laughs> yeah, and uh, there's more coming because uh, my mom already has picked up something for me. Um. Oh, and Peter picked up something for me, too. It's just I, I've trained everyone around me, like all my parents and family members, be like, if you see video games, let me know. Because everyone in my family, it's kind of like a flea markets, thrift stores, yard sales. They always go to them. I feel like your family's probably the same, too, right? Yeah, not as, I mean, it's not as bad, but um, not as much, I should say. Not anything bad with it, but yeah, not as much. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> I could show you this room right now. It's real, real terrible the end of my relationship with uh, Renee. No, she's she's uh, really understand like crazy understanding. Whew, but yeah. <laughs> um, what have you been watching? Uh, just I haven't watched any movies, man. Oh really? I've just watched. Uh, that's so funny as shit, man. You know how many times I listen to that podcast? But yeah, I've been watching a lot of the Cloth Map. Um. other YouTubers that go to thrift stores and uh, pick up shit. I should just start a YouTube channel where I do that, too. Yeah, go for it. Justified. <laughs> that would have been a... That NCAA 14, that would have made a great yeah. thumbnail. That would have been such a clicker right there, buddy. I'd be too big for this podcast then. I hate you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I already have two things that's going to be probably on next week's pickups. And this one just now finished. <laughs> um, I've actually been watching more than normal this week, which is odd because everything else has been slimmed down. But uh, I missed two last week. Last week, I forgot to say, I watched Bulletproof, which was the Adam Sandler movie we talked about a couple weeks ago. And uh, did you? You've seen it before, right? No, that's why I told you I hadn't. That's, that's why. What it was. Yeah, and I watched a trailer. I don't know if I said this, but I watched a trailer and I was like, oh man, this. Looks super dated, which makes sense. But like I said, I feel like humor's changed so much that I feel like Happy Gilmore and those kind of movies, Billy Madison, those works, we've seen them, so it's kind of like plays off nostalgia, so you don't think about how kind of dumb and silly it is. But this movie I hadn't seen, so I was real worried. And the trailer didn't look funny at all. But like I said, my manager at work kept trying to talk me to watch it, so. I wanted to watch it to give it a chance, and I love Adam Sandler, and I couldn't believe I hadn't seen it, and I used to love the Wayne Brothers. And uh, it was nothing like the trailer showed, and it was fucking hilarious. And um, it was super offensive, which I did not expect. And if you haven't seen it recently, you should watch it. I'll tell you some stuff off air just because how offended people can get, but there's some fucking great stuff in there. Definitely yeah, I haven't seen it since I was a little kid. Yeah, there's one scene. I can tell you right after we're done, you'll love it. Um... <laughs> You know what I remember specifically about that is uh, Adam Sandler's, like, like almost oversized jacket he's wearing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh -huh. what, I don't know why that sticks out to me. Yeah, him and uh, I think it's uh, Damon Wayne. Is that the one in that? I don't know. I think All it's of him. them kind of. Yeah. Where, the f where have they been, man, besides some of those terrible 
I feel like they did the thing that I said uh, I never thought about, but Adam Sandler would fall in the same trap where they just kept doing the same humor, and then people are like, what, this is fucking old, and they never mm-hmm. varied from that, so it kind of just fell behind. That, especially from our generation's perspective, even a little bit before within Living Color, my parents loved that show, so I, I do remember watching a lot of reruns or my parents talking about it. But man, they were that was a super successful family. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh-huh. Holy shit, that's a big ass family, and all of them were like, "There's probably one or two in there that did nothing, and I bet they feel terrible." Yeah. But uh, one of my favorite movies as a kid was Major Pain. Did you like that movie as well? I saw it. I couldn't tell you anything about it now, though. I love that movie. Um, Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, you're good. The other one I missed last week was we watched Star Wars Episode One because a few months ago you might remember. I was talking about uh, how we're going to try and watch one a week and watch all the Star Wars again, even though we've seen them. But uh, we were kind of watching sporadically and did not keep up with it at all. And since we were watching The Mandalorian every week, and now that's over, uh, we should start Star Wars and start from the beginning since we were watching them so on and off. So we're going to try our best to watch them every Monday. So we watched Episode 1 last week, and then um, this week's stuff that I watched, we watched Episode 2. They're so great, and even the bad parts are so great, like uh, Hayden Christensen's overacting or um, <laughs> young Anakin, the stuff that happens with him, or how awkward and uncomfortable Anakin and uh, Padme are because of the age difference and just all the creepy stuff that happens. Even <laughs> the worst stuff in it is so great. Um, Thankfully, it was kind of root. It was the older girl instead of a... Yeah. Because culturally, it's a little bit more accepting. Uh-huh. Um, and then, uh, this was actually last week too, I think, wasn't it? Borat, we watched that one after we oh watched yeah. Lost. That's Borat, or Sash Baron Cohen in general, just never fucking gets old the more I watch it. I was talking to my girlfriend about that, because she was like, God, you were laughing so, so much, and she almost seemed maybe kind of annoyed with me, <laughs> but I was like, listen, I don't give a shit, that movie, <laughs> it still holds up so well, I could watch yeah, it over yeah. and over again. Yeah, even the stuff that I... <laughs> Some of the stuff I forgot, and it was super funny because I didn't remember it all, but even the stuff I remembered it, I started laughing because I knew it was coming, yeah. and it was still funny. Right. Um, and then, besides that, I watched, I started watching Rivers of Blue again, because I'd just been in a obsession with Halo, and especially thinking about Infinite coming out. And you might have seen it down here before, that collector's edition I bought of Rivers of Blue with like the first 10 seasons on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. And I used to watch the shit nonstop. I had the DVDs as a kid. I watched it nonstop. So I started watching it um, like this time. I beginning I saw all of it, but uh, this time I started watching it season three because the first two I watched endlessly that I could just I could replay in my head because I wanted to watch them all to be able to um, see them all because I think I've only saw up to like season five. I didn't see any of the later stuff, and now I think there's 10 seasons, but they're already on past that, so I'm going to have to buy more. But uh, I started at 3 since I thought I remember the other ones so well, and they're kind of just ingrained in my mind. And now I'm already up to season 5, and I'm remembering everything I'm seeing so far. Really? Yeah, I thought the reason I skipped those, like I said, I remembered so much, but I was like, I'll start at 3 even though I've seen it, just because if I want watch the new stuff, I want to be able to know what happens before and remember it. But like I said, I've up to five now. I'm like, shit, I remember all of this. I could have skipped five <laughs> seasons. I can't believe all this is just stuck in my head like this. That's crazy. But uh, that, sh- that shit is so funny. And 
another thing that holds up there's uh definitely some jokes that don't land and some that's almost just like cringy but i remember that as a kid i was just like oh that was not funny at all but the shit that is funny is ridiculously funny and uh <laughs> i don't remember oh i do once i saw it but a lot of the uh, verbs they use i feel like even for them they would not do anymore not that this wouldn't fly i feel like they probably changed so much that they would not say a lot of the shit they were saying now but it was so great and so different than what humor is now um so i'm excited to watch more especially like i said i thought i'd be getting to a point here already where i was like i don't remember this at all or this is new to me i'm like shit i remember all this i want to see something that is actually new so i'm excited to be able to watch stuff that i haven't seen for it yet especially it's a uh, cool seeing how much the visuals change and how much they learn from because uh first season i think two or the first season is literally like probably 30 percent of the screen is all you can see i don't know if you remember that because they put a black bar to block out the gun because they're literally using the aiming animation to make the show makes sense but i do remember it being formatted weird yeah so then they learned from that to where they started using they could like clip out the gun and then it became clip out the gun then it became so easy when they added things like the theater and forge mode and all these things where it was pretty much just fucking machinima inside a game yeah so it's weird seeing how like it evolved kind of like Pixar would with their art style or something but obviously a much smaller scale but almost even kind of more impressive with what they were dealing with I uh my babysitter's kids well that's how she came to babysitter they were my friends but they were super into that show and so I'd go over and watch it I never watched all the way through but we'd jump around to their favorite episodes all the time and I know the gist of it but I'd love to rewatch them oh I'm down even I said I didn't watch the first couple just because they're ingrained in my mind, but if I was with somebody else, especially I would watch them. And uh, the style doesn't hold up, but I feel like somebody like you would get that. I feel like if I was just showing somebody else, it would be this fucking dumb, but I feel like somebody like you especially would appreciate like where they started and how it is kind of janky and then seeing what it turns <laughs> into. So no, I'm down anytime. I also forgot how long they were. I was like, I could just um, have these on in the background, kind of get through the ones I've already seen. And most of them were like two hours. I didn't remember that at all because we just put them on and then it would end and we would start again or go to the next one. Yeah. I don't know how we, how we did this. Yeah, it was like endlessly playing at their house. <laughs> because he had a grandpa that was um, spoiled them, I guess is a good way to put it. So they would get a lot of the cool shit and I would spend a lot of time over there. Yeah. They were also the ones with Dish. Um, That was usually a big factor for sleepovers was uh, we're definitely going there. Yeah. But yeah, he uh, he also had all the strategy guides too, so go over there and yeah. write down shit. <laughs> oh, what a different time, man! Uh huh, different time. That's uh, I think part of why I'm, it is still funny, and like so a lot of stuff, not even just holds up, but it's funnier now because humor's changed so much. But I think definitely it is helped by thinking about those times, and it kind of feels uh, like comforting watching it and thinking about uh, all the. People just come over and watch it, and then just be like, "All right, we're done with that. Let's play some Halo." No, all right, let's watch some Rivers of Blue. <laughs> just fucking Halo on Halo. So awesome, man. I mean, I get what you're coming. What man? What? How long ago was it? Like 16 years ago now? At this point, probably. I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> That's weird. Because <laughs> you think about 16 years prior to that would be like yeah. in the 80s. <laughs> we're those people. Like you're <laughs> those people. Like oh, in the 1980s. Uh, that's weird. The roaring 20s, man. That's what I'm always <laughs> saying. Um, 
Then me and Danielle watched a couple more episodes of the uh, pizza show on YouTube. Still liking that Still a lot. Still liking it? That's oh, good. yeah, definitely. Yeah, but kind of, they're so quick. They're like, oh, shit, we got to watch another one. We just keep going. But I don't want to end it too fast because there's only two seasons. I think we're episode six right now, the first season. But uh, I like the host a lot, too. Do you? Yeah, because I feel like from a distance, I'd be like, dang, guy's a douche. But then I'm like, oh, he's a cool guy. I like him. I don't know. Like I said, uh, when I talked about the first time, I have nothing against him. I can't point anything to douche you guys. He had a weird vibe from him. I don't know if it's because, like I said, everybody else around him is so over the top and nice. I'm kind of like, I don't know. This guy seems questionable. Have so, you watched any of the side stuff? No. I can't remember if this is an episode or one of those things they did on the side where they sit down at a kitchen table with a delivery pizza. I don't think so. I'll have to find that for you and send it to you. They sit down with some of like the early episodes' owners, his grandma and the host, and they go over delivery pizza. I know you'd probably hate it just because they're like, this is ass, this is shit. Clearly this is in a brick oven, that kind of thing, but it's still fun to just watch, especially because his grandma's just like, yeah, that was beautiful. And they're just like, this was ass. <laughs> and then um, at the drive-in, we saw... Ghostbusters, the original one, which I fucking love Ghostbusters, and another thing that definitely takes me back to being a kid, I'm watching with my dad all the time, and thinking about how I had fucking, like, I didn't really, I didn't process it until I was watching it this time for some reason. I could place almost everything I was seeing and having a toy for it, which is weird, because I don't really remember being that into Ghostbusters, but I could picture everything as a toy. <laughs> Dude, like original? I'm sure it was, yeah, because Holy shit. I had two older brothers, so... Keith, you know what this stuff's like worth now? <laughs> That's annoying. If your mom still has that, you better <laughs> listen, mom. Don't you ever have a yard sale? Um, Did you have the the house? The yeah, we had that. Yep. I. <sighs> yeah, I'm not making it up because uh, Danielle watched this. I literally t- explained what that was while we were watching it. What about the like the ambulance? Uh, yeah. Ecto. Yeah. Yep. What the fuck? I even had what do you call it? The proton pack. I had a wearable one that you put on and the little. Uh, tank that they go inside of so you t- even when you were playing with that shit that shit was like 16 years old 20 years old it must have been old yeah if your mom still has that you better make sure you need to get the shit in here you need to start putting it putting it up on a wall <laughs> getting a shelf for it because that shit when a game store like i follow a lot of toy stores game stores on facebook when they get shit in like that they post on their facebook that's how cool that shit is <laughs> Yeah, it was weird because I never really, th- I knew I had toys and obviously I remember it, but I watched it, it wasn't like that, it was the first time I've seen a movie since I was a kid. I've watched multiple times and I never thought about it till then for some reason. Because your older brother grew up in the 80s, right? Yeah. So yeah, that was probably definitely hand-me-down. That is fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> Let's look at how much the proton pack is. Um, God damn it. Like this one right there? Yeah, that was it. It's so annoying because it's like, I really hope you still, do you think you still have those? I would imagine so. The garage is full of shit, so. Um, we, that would be a great YouTube channel show. Let's just go into your garage. Because if your parents hung on to that shit, that'd be really cool, fun to go through there. And we're going to fill this basement up with all the cool <laughs> shit you had as a kid. You're going to be looking like me soon. <laughs> but you know why that makes me so excited? Why is that? Because all of my shit is gone. 
I don't have any games from when I was a kid. I don't have any toys from when I was. I sound like yeah. a, a homeless kid <laughs> or something. But my I did preserve. There was a box where it was all of my. I was really into um, Spawn and Spawn figures and Todd McFarlane figures. So I had a boxes of them and some GI Joe, some stuff that I really liked as a kid. Well, about I don't know, 2012, my grandma and mom were like, "Oh, Cody doesn't need these," and gave them to my nephews. Destroyed them <laughs> pieces. Like a damn horror story, like coming yeah. in and being like, oh, I had that as a kid, but mine was not broken. And then, what the fuck? And you're like, Grandma, where did this come from? Like, oh, that's your old stuff. And just coming to that realization. So when someone tells me shit like that, like if that was me, Casey, I'd be over there right now. I'd be waking my mom up. <laughs> We're tearing apart this garage. <laughs> We're finding everything. Um, because that stuff is, that is just so awesome to me. <laughs> Maybe it's, and you can't get mad about that shit, which makes it ten times worse. Yeah. I traded in all my games for nothing and kept nothing. And Peter's another one. I don't know. You probably traded in your games, though, did you? Yeah. Um, a lot of it I wouldn't actually care if I did, but there's definitely some things I wish I didn't. Yeah. Peter is one of our friends. He, his parents, they hoard. I'll be honest with you. But they hoard cool shit. Like, you go there, it's a museum. He has everything from when he's a childhood. And not only that, but it's pristine, like with boxes. And it's like, I was an idiot as a kid. <laughs> so stupid. So maybe that's why I'm addicted to sitting on eBay, rebuying stuff and buying other stuff. It's because of, I don't know, I have a connection to it. Oh, having your original toys, man. <laughs> Jealous. I'm serious. I'd end the podcast right now. I'm <laughs> driving over my... Wake up, Mom. Um, and then the other movie we saw at the uh, drive-in was... Uh, oh, that's where we started from. <laughs> that's how we got there. <laughs> was uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which uh, is a fucking great movie and probably my favorite Spider-Man. I think it's so fucking awesome. That's an animated one? Yeah. It recently came out. This is a good one. Yeah. That's um, probably my favorite, too. Really? There's not much competition, but maybe the first one. Where yeah. Kids. I was say, you know, there is competition for me because I have weird views oh. about Spider-Man, but that's still probably my favorite. Um, then we watched Lost tonight and last week, so four more episodes, and then next week we should be able to finish season three. How many seasons are there? Six. So Six. we'll be halfway through. Halfway through. Stuff's, stuff's starting to come together, too. Yeah. Kind of nice. Um, yeah, I'm yeah, liking excited. it. I said I don't add much just because I don't want to ruin anything. Um, but I'm excited too. And I'm excited to see what you guys think. And then, uh, besides that, just some sports. I've been watching the Reds when I can. They haven't been playing quite as good, quite as good as I thought they would. They're uh, two and five. Yeah. But uh, two and four, two and five, one or the other. And then today's game got postponed, so they haven't been played yet. But uh. If uh, you guys pay attention to games, they could have won every game they're in so far, and they're playing talented enough to win. So I'm not as worried just looking at the, as, as I would be if you just looked at the record. Especially the Tigers games. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, that's uh, pretty much your only issue has been their bullpen. The starting pitching has been fucking probably the best in the league. The offense has been up and down, but good enough to win games. So if the bullpen can just not even... If they can just not suck ass completely, the Reds will be fine. So, 
I have hope. And uh, then I watched the crew game, which that was sad because they got knocked out of the MLS tournament. But uh, like I said, it would be cool to win the tournament, but after I figured out that the tournament isn't the season and it kind of just feeds into the regular season and the crew um, shut out every game before that, it wasn't as big a deal to me. They got a one or lost two to one in um, penalty shots, so it was another good game. And they're also starting their backup goalie, so the fact that they were even that much competition starting their backup goalie, I wasn't didn't have that big an issue with it. And then we only watched a little bit of it, and I was on the radio. But the uh, Blue Jackets expedition game can't really call it preseason because playoffs start on Sunday. But uh, looking forward to the playoffs and. Uh, they dominated Boston, and people would say it's just an expedition game, which is true, but I feel like it's a little different because they were all starting their starters. So I feel like it's a lot closer to a actual regular season game. As much as I hate Boston, they were easily one of the best teams this year, and the Blue Jacks beat them 4-1. to Like I said, I feel like the Blue Jacks had a serious shot at going deep in the playoffs, if not the Stanley Cup, because I feel like they can benefit more than any team with the layoff. So I'm excited for Sunday. Yeah, man. Is anybody out anymore with injuries? Um, just Brandon Binsky, because I'm not sure if he's on his planet anymore. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> it's been a minute, man. <laughs> they the Blue Jays a uh, year. Yeah, it's almost and, a year, right? September. Yeah, the Blue Jays don't really talk about, it, but then randomly they do, and it's really weird. Like in their hype up video for the season starting back up. No, the season started with Brandon Davinsky going out. Wait, what the fuck? You guys are existing, acknowledging <laughs> exist again? Where, where's this guy been? And then uh, they're missing him and Josh Anderson. I don't think he's supposed to play. Which, like, see, like that should be like, oh shit, they're missing two top players. But that is nothing compared to what they had. You fucking at the end of the season, you're like, yeah, you're missing pretty much every top player, and somehow they're still competing with like a minor league team. Yeah. So, yeah, I think could surprise a lot of people and like I said if uh, no teams actually drop out like they did in the MLS tournament I feel like um, winning a championship is should be the same as every other season it'd be weird but as far as the competition and everything I don't think anything's different and if, yeah actually even more so it's actually tougher for the Blue Jackets the Maple Leafs and the two other teams I can't remember because there's an extra round of the playoffs this year because they let more teams in. So the Blue Jacks actually had to win more rounds than they ever would have in the playoffs before. It makes me sad. I was talking to Renee about was no no parade probably. Yeah, hopefully by then. But, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it be like a lame virtual parade or something. <laughs> um, hopefully, well, I guess not even hope. I was going to say hopefully VR takes off to the point where we can feel realistic to being in uh, arenas or stadiums, but that's not going to happen for quite a while if we're at that point. But that's our choice watching games. I think we're fucked if we're <laughs> that late into this all going on and that's still happening. But, uh, yeah, just excited for Sunday. Are you busy Sunday? Or you got work, don't you? Yeah, work. Damn, good. Then start till 8, so it's a late game. Um. We can get into the uh, free games this month. It's another transition, or this week, another transition month. So, more than normal. So, on Xbox One, you got WRC 8, the official game. And that ends on July 31st, so only one more day. And they got Dunk Lords till August 15th. And Portal Knights starting on August 
August 1st till August 31st. And on 360, you have Juju for till the 31st of July, so one more day. And then starting on August 1st, you have MX Unleashed till August 15th. And then PlayStation Plus, it's Rise of the Tomb Raider, NBA 2K20, and Erica till August 3rd. And then did you see the ones for PlayStation for next month? No. I'm really excited about one of them. You're probably more excited about the other, but uh, I think it's another good one overall. August Starting August 4th, you get Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 and Fall Guys, which uh, Fall Guys is, uh, do you remember seeing that at either press conferences? It was a battle royale, but kind of looks like Ninja Warrior or like a racing, like really cutesy art style, and but it's a very different battle royale where like I said it's like a racer, but not like in cars and like Ninja Warrior style or Wipeout or something. Uh, I'm sure I saw it. Remember, Jesus, sorry, but yeah, it's not ringing a bell because, like I said, I think it actually looks like a lot of fun. I know it's cool to hate on battle royales, and I even have to a point, but. My biggest issue is that nobody's doing anything different. And I feel like you can generalize and say it's a battle royale, but I feel like that's literally almost completely different from what we know as battle royales. I feel like that's like every shooter had a uh, a death match, but somebody did something different, then it's still different, even though if it's still a death match. But uh, my biggest worry was that it was $20, and battle royales in their nature need a shitload of people to play them. And I was like, how are you going to keep an audience for this? So I feel like it's a really smart move to make it PlayStation Plus because then by default you have millions of people that can download it if they choose to. So I feel like it's a really smart move. And, Definitely. Uh, also, I had a bonus for me because like I said, I was wanting to get it, but I didn't know if I could spend $20 on it, which uh, again speaks to, I feel like, an audience issue, but uh, now we won't have that issue, hopefully. There we go. Um, any fake outrage this week? Nope. No, me either. Oh, no? Oh, dang. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so, before we end, I had a couple of things. Next week, how do you feel about doing a top 10 of um, our most, our games that we think are most underappreciated or underrated? Because I feel like I think about those games a lot. And also, I feel like maybe I could get more attention to games like that. I could definitely do that. Yeah. But are you thinking more like hidden gems or games that are well known I was that just got a lot of hate? Yeah, I was thinking a mixture because I uh, always used to say underrated, but then uh, and one of my go-tos is Shadowrun. But then I told you I felt like somebody brought up a good point that that game, if you're looking underrated, should mean what is rated. And that game's in like the 7 or 8s, which is not that bad of a rating. And also if you look at the reviews, I feel like it's a very fair rating for what they're basing off of like not having much content not having certain things there but I felt like it was definitely underappreciated for like we talked about how much that actually kind of changed games and how much games fed off of that and what was there was so positive so I feel like you can look at that as like underappreciated or I think you could look at something underrated like maybe websites did give it a 5 a 3 whatever and then you thought it was really good and was actually underrated so I think Either of those would count and why I didn't just say underrated games. Yeah, I'd definitely down for that. Yeah, okay. And then the other thing, not game-related at all, and I'm not sure if you want me to say on the podcast, but I just Let will. Let me take notes then. of that real quick. Okay. So I don't forget. Um, 
before we recorded last week, you were talking about how you are, are terrified because you think you might be going bald. Yeah. Um. So, um, I haven't told Danielle this, so she's going to learn on the podcast. But uh, you notice how my hair is getting longer? Cause Not really. No? Oh, normally I shave it like every month. I don't let it grow out. Uh-huh. But uh, I don't know if I can commit this, but I'm going to try to not cut it. Or uh, even if I do, maybe, I guess, when you grow your hair, to cut off dead ends, which I didn't know that was a thing. So maybe do that to actually keep it growing. But I think I cut it on May 30th, so I'm going to try my best to not do it till May 30th of next year. Whoa. See, <laughs> see how terrible it looks? Oh, no. <laughs> Might have to rock that's a lot awesome. of hats and a lot of these. But I don't know if I, that's, uh, we'll see if I commit to it, but. That's what I'm gonna try and do. Let me write this down. Top ten. My hair. Is that coming up? Hidden gems, buddy. That's crazy because I feel like you're gonna have more of an afro. Yeah, that's. And I'm uh, always jealous of people that can grow afros. Oh no, I hate it. Even when it, even this hair, if I push it up, it probably start to get an afro. But when I grow out a little more, it definitely gets into afro. Yes. You know, when I was little, I told you it was super curly and it would, like fall down like, like like girls' hair would. Yes. That's probably offensive now that I said that, but um, that's just how it is. And uh, I don't know if maybe I just haven't grown out my hair long enough. Or like I said, I never actually cut off dead ends like you're supposed to. So it's probably just dead hair up there. And maybe that's why I did it. But I'm curious if it just keeps growing, if it's just going to fall down, or if it's just going to keep growing up and out and not really fall down like hair should. Yeah. I don't. I talked to my barber. Uh-huh. He said in late 20s, which is where I'm at, it's normal for this to come back a little bit. My dad said in his late 20s it happened to him too. And both of my grandpas were, my one grandpa passed away before his 90s, but in his 80s he still had a full head of hair. And my other grandpa, my dad said, I probably said this last week, but he was in his 90s and still had a full head of hair. But on my mom's side, they're all bald. So I'm just up in the air right now. Do you notice any difference? Does it look different to you? No. Yeah, Yeah. I guess I didn't even bring that full circle the reason i wasn't just calling you out for saying you're going bald the reason i decided to do that is like um i like i don't want my hair long that's not why i'm growing out that's why i shave it so much but i was like i feel like there's definitely a possibility that i could start going bald at any point because i'm almost 30 so i feel like that's not unrealistic that could happen is your dad's gonna full head of hair though right um not anymore but uh it's not like gone or anything it's just like thin and kind of combs over it so, yeah, maybe it won't happen. But I was like, as much as I like shaved head and don't like dealing with hair and don't like having a style every day and all that, I feel like I'd be bummed later if, when I can't grow hair. But, man, I wonder what it would look like if I just grew out one time <laughs> and now I can't do it. So yeah, I might as well do it now while I for sure can. And then uh, Move your headband. Let me see. Let me see. I don't think you're going bald. <sighs> no. I think... I don't, it scared me. Does it scare you at all? No, not really. I, no, actually not at all. I was upset. I have a little OCD about shit anyways, but I'm like in the bad mirror. Like yeah, that's the only reason I'm doing it. Like, is anything coming out? That's why I'm doing it. So I'm not growing out because I'm like, oh man, I'm going bald. I need to cover up now. I'm doing it I'm so okay not having hair that uh, I just always keep my hair like that. And then if I can't grow hair, I'll be like, man, I should have grown out just to see what it looks like one time. So I want to do it in case that does happen. 
I'm really excited for you. I knew a couple kids I'm, growing up that had Jufros. I'm not excited. When I said it's not something I want, I'm just kind of curious what it'll be. And uh, I, even aside from the looks, I fucking hate having to manage it. So I'll probably wear a lot of hats and headbands because I fucking, that's the best thing about having a shaved head, just waking up and going. I'm excited to see. So hopefully Danielle's looking forward to that. And I think what's going to happen is you're going to keep it. I think you're I, dead wrong. I feel <laughs> like when I met you, you were like, I hate I hate facial hair. And then one day you're like, I'm going to try it. And then I look at you. Well, I don't even still necessarily like it or think it looks better. Um, I s- think I still feel the same. I just always cut it because there's another thing I didn't have to manage and it didn't grow as fast, but now it does. So now I feel like it got to the point where I couldn't keep up with it. Yeah, my facial hair is changing too. Yeah. And thicker and the shadow is real and your own hair is real. It's weird. That might be an, I might try and grow this with it for a year. We'll see. But that might be another thing I might, I never even touch it besides like cutting right here. But, uh, might have to trim it because I think the same thing happens with that. Just a bunch of dead hair just sitting at the <laughs> end of all my face. It's great. <laughs> but I don't even know how you do that. I don't know. I'm no hair expert. Um, anything you want to say that is very vital to gaming before you end? <laughs> Buy physical media. That's it. That's it? Oh. I try to finish every episode like that. Okay. I have a important, not announcement, but something I'm going to stand up. Said. My butt is on fire. Okay. Oh. Um, we got our... <laughs> this reminds me of Borat when he's standing up during that <laughs> during that interview. You mind sitting down? Um, but uh, uh, My name is Borat <laughs> Sagadiev. Um, why were we... <laughs> but uh, our indoor football team, we got a new indoor football team coming in 2022, which again sounds nuts, but I think it's a very smart move, especially with everything going on. The Wild Dogs. <laughs> I can't wait, and um, I just want to make sure I get the Wild Dogs in on there. Not vile gaming at all. Anything else for you? <laughs> well, okay. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Current Backlog. And you can send any corrections, questions, or feedback to currentbackloggers at gmail.com. And any seat cushions, <laughs> send them to my home address. <laughs> Which is 911.